Welcome, everyone, to our 13th episode of D&E Takeover. Without further ado, let's get into our first segment. And it is called, it is called, I say called, wow. It is called Quote of the Week. And basically, in this segment, uh, I'm just, me and Eric, we're giving you positive quotes to spread some positivity and some positive vibes, because why not? And uh, this week's Quote of the Week is, keep your, keep your face always towards the sunshine, and shadows will fall behind you. Oh, I like that one. That one's a little. That one's nice. It's a little cute. It's a little cute one. It's a little cute code. You hear? I said. I said cute code. I didn't say quote. It's a little cute quote right there. It's a cute one. That was a nice one, man. Say that one again for us. It says, "Keep your face always towards the sunshine, and shadows will fall behind you." And that was said by Walt Whitman, the famous Walt Whitman. Awesome. That is awesome, right there. I like that one. That one, you know, nice Thank little you. subtle one. You know, nice yeah, it was like, like everything sunshine, sun, sunshine and rainbows. Sunshine and rainbows. <laughs> oh, like, oh yeah, definitely, man. But um, awesome quote right there, David. Really thank you. That one. Thank you, thank you. But right, uh, man, keep, keep us going. Without further ado, let's get into our second segment, which is called the Great Debate. And basically, you guys know what this is. But for anyone who doesn't know, the Great Debate, me and Eric, we get topics from our Instagram. That's why it's so important for you guys to follow our Instagram to give us topics to, to debate about. And uh, we come up with some topics. And basically, me and Eric, we just debate on them, whether we give our opinions to it. That's it. Pretty much all to it. Perfectly said right there, David. Um, and with that being said, do you mind if I go into to the first debates that we got here? Let's do it. All right. So we got... Two debates coming from Instagram today, and we're gonna nice. go ahead and start off with the first one. The first one is from our guy Shockwave. Shock- there we go, Shockwave, man. He dropped a, a great debate question. I'm a little, I'm very interested in talking about it, honestly. And I, I'm excited to see what you have to say about this, David. But um, uh, this is this is. I'm just gonna read it straight from what he typed. Okay, so I'm not gonna, okay. like, I'm not gonna like change it up or anything like that. So here's what he said. He said, "Is golf a sport?" I don't think it's a sport. I think it's more like a contest, like a three-point shooting contest. Hmm. There it is right there. So Interesting. Overall, is golf a sport? David, take it away. Uh, I'm going to have to shock you. That's very interesting, very interesting. Because, uh, like, golf is not really recognized as one of those sports, you know what I mean? But in a sense, I would have to say golf is technically a sport. But you, 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 uh, Shockwave put it as like, like a, like a contest in a sense. I don't know if I would really put it as a contest. The only reason, probably thinking towards that is because they do tournaments and they do like individual tournaments for each person. So like they can have like 20 tournaments throughout the whole thing and they pick and choose and when they want to participate in that. But, uh, it's just so hard because golf, it's really like a, it's like more like a leisure sport, like like older people when they get retired. It's like it's like a stereotypical thing. Is like when you retire, you learn to play play golf or something like that. It's more <laughs> it's more of a relaxing, calming sport. It's nothing physically harming on the body, in a sense like basketball, even baseball, any other other sports, soccer, boxing, MMA. But it technically is a sport because because definition of a sport is an activity involving physical excursion and skill. An individual or a team uh, it competes against another and others for entertainment. So technically, in that in that definition of a sport, it is. So I'm gonna have to go yes. I have to do it. I have to go yes. 
Uh, is that like the final? Like, that's, all, that's all you have to say on that part right there? Pretty much. All right, well, listen, I'm going to say it straight like this. I'm going to straight to the point. Golf is a sport, Shockwave. 110% golf is a sport. And I'm going to explain it now. I'm going to explain to you why. You know why I think golf is a sport. Overall, even though I, in my opinion, you can't compare um, some sports, you just can't compare to other sports. So, for example, in this situation, you're kind of comparing basketball to, to golf. And obviously, like, basketball is a, a big, has a bigger stage to it. So, in other words, it's, it's, like, more popular. That's what I'm looking for. It's a more popular sport. I don't think you can really compare golf to it because golf is – it's still a sport in its own right. It's just not as big as basketball. It's not as big as football, soccer, so on and so forth, you know. But at the end of the day, I believe golf is still a sport because, you know, you compete in it. It's, it, is, it is televised. You know what I mean? It's not like – when you think of it as a three-point contest, in my opinion, people do the three-point contest for fun. You know what I mean? Like they, it, but mm-hmm. it's, like, not serious. If you win or lose, it's not that big of a deal, you know. But when you look at when you look at golfers that take it seriously are very good at what they do, you know, in a, in a sense they, they they compete on on a, on a high level to see who's the best one at it, you know. Now it is you do see a lot of people like they just go for fun, you know what I mean? Like they just like mm-hmm. like like David said, like it's like kind of like a retirement thing in a sense. So I can <laughs> see where you're coming from, right? But however. When you look at people like like the main guy that's popping in my head, like Tiger Woods, that's basically saying like Tiger Woods doesn't play a sport realistically, or he's not like a big sports name. And he's just doing mind, a hobby. Yeah, like I just I just can't physically come to that agreement. In other words, because Tiger Woods is legendary. So yeah. Oh overall, I'm gonna say golf is a sport. You know. And also, David, David broke it down even better when he said that um, the definition of, of a sport, you know, anything that exerts physical activity, you know. But at that point, it makes me wonder what other, what, what, like, other things that are they considered a sport now, other than golf. Because, like, if you're saying that it exerts physical activity, right? Yeah. Like, does that mean, like... Spike balls in there. <laughs> like, spike ball could be a sport, right? But I've seen professional spike ball before, actually. Like yeah. I've seen, I've seen that, but also like, could like chess be a sport somehow? Like, yeah, or, it, it, it's physical. It, it's empowering your brain. You're physically exhausted, mentally but exhausted. Then, but at the same time, it's like you're barely exerting any energy in that part. It's, it's all mental. <laughs> it's like what the heck? But in, either way, I to answer your question, Shockwave, I would say golf is a sport. I would say golf is a sport. If I if I could chime in real quick. Yeah, go ahead. Real quick. I have played golf and I have experience playing golf and I, I'm not that good if I'm being honest with you guys. <laughs> I mean but I have played it. And uh let me tell you this. I was sore for the next couple of days trying to get cause it's so like in golf like you gotta be perfect on your movements, your your shoulder has to be aligned with, with your your under your chin when you start swinging, has to be winded up. It's a lot of it's a lot of mechanics involved in golfing. And uh, it's like, and I'm going to tell you, I was sore after that, man. I, my shoulders are hurting me. My back, oh, your back is killing you after you hit so many swings. So it does produce some physical excursion. So that's why I have to, I mean, I'll consider it as a sport. So, But golf is pretty All fun, right. though. That's respect. Well, David, 
We do got an audio message. I'm pretty sure you can guess who it's from, my guy. Shockwave, let's hear it. Yeah, he's, he's in the building. So let's go ahead and hear his audio message about this. Here we go. Wait, I just paused it. Oh, no. Uh, so my thing is you don't have a direct competitor. You're competing against the course. That's like the three-point contest where nobody's guarding you. You're just, um, and even in the three-point contest, you're competing. Okay. I can so see. Ask, I can see where he's talking about. But the thing is, let me ask you this: Is gymnastics a sport then? Yes. But no, I'm at, in other words, I'm asking Shockwave that because technically you don't have a direct competitor. Well, you you're compete. You're competing against other individuals, though. That is true, but in golf, you're also competing in, in, against other individuals. That is true. It's just, it's just that you're not going at the same time. It's not a team. It's not a team sport like soccer, basketball, baseball. It's exactly. more of an individual sport like tennis, uh, golf, like gymnastics, track. When it all relies on you, you're the player that everyone's watching. So your performance, whether you do good or bad, is determined by how you do, not what other factors or other teammates do. See, the thing is about tennis and track, in certain situations, well, tennis always, you're always competing against somebody. So that's a little bit different than what he's saying. And also mm-hmm. in track, in certain situations, you do compete against people. But, like, for example – I'm um like when I, when I did track I was a jumper right mm-hmm. and you don't compete like you watch them go but you guys both don't go at the same time you know what I mean so it's in that case is 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 that part of the if that is that part of track or sport like what what do you, what do we say in that in that case you know you have to mm-hmm. think of swimming well not swimming diving that's what I mean diving diving in that case is that a sport you know but so you, you're saying. You're saying, like, with these sports, with these listing of these sports, you're saying that they're not competing with people at the moment. Like, they're not competing head-on. Like, you know, in the track race, you're competing with other six people right then and there. In diving, you go, you do your turn, and then you wait for the other person's turn. It's not all at the same time, right? Yeah, that's what what I'm saying. But I don't think just because you're not going at the same time, that doesn't mean that it's not a sport. Yeah, definitely not. I still believe all those sports that you listed are sports, especially with their topic golf. Just because, I mean, I I know what Shockley is trying to say with the three point contest because no one's guarding you; it's just you yourself in the course. But technically, your competition is the other individuals and the course, and basically yourself. That's any sport. But I just gotta say, golf is a sport just because you do use some energy. It is a lot of mental. And uh, if you mess up, for a say, it's, like, all physical at that point. So, like, I don't know. I'm just rambling on right now. <laughs> no, no, but it, make, it does make sense. So, but at the end of the day, I, I would the, – my counter to that shockwave, it would be basically, like, there's so many sports, especially in the Olympics, that are just, like, I'll go, then you'll go. Then I'll go, then you'll go. You know what I mean? We take turns. So, in that case, that's how golf works, in a sense. Because, like, one person goes, and then the next person, like, you know what I mean? The next person mm-hmm. will go how, however long it takes, on, 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 like, o- overall. But, like, that's how it works. So, I don't think that would deem it not to be a sport. You know what I mean? No. It is a sport, but it's so boring to watch. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, uh, I, don't, I don't know how to I can't watch it. I like playing it. Mini golf, I love it. I love playing real golf, too. But it's just, like... Like tennis. I hate watching tennis, but I love playing tennis. It's even, like so many even, sports like that. 
even even like the crowd at golf is just weird. Like I'm sorry. Like... <laughs> you ever see like the Wii Sports? The Wii Sports. <laughs> <laughs> they like, make those weird noises, they're like, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> oh, my God. No, this is how the golf fans, this is how golf fans be like, okay. This is how the announcers act. If you ever hear them while they're, no, I need to be quiet. Yeah. So here comes, here comes Jimmy with the, with the nice stroke right now. Oh, oh, what a, what a, what a nice hit. Oh, hopefully he doesn't fall into the water. Oh, he just made it. He just made it onto the green. He has 10 feet to the putt. Can he make it? And he makes par. I'm like, what the heck? Like, <laughs> What's going on? Like, are we are we in church? Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's like forbidden to like even like talk loud at all. You know what I mean? No. Like, you have you have your every once in a while like freaks that like go out to a golf a golf course or like a golf like what, what is it? It's called a golf match, go- right? You golf know? golf uh, golf hole golf course. All right, so like you say you go out there and like someone's about to hit and they'll like start talking trash and like that's like forbidden. I guess. <laughs> Like, it is at them, like oh my goodness like what are you doing <laughs> goodness what a like, rebel <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's so funny it's like what are you guys talking about oh my god <laughs> it's great but overall man we got me david both are gonna say david if you I, i'm pretty sure it's safe to say that we both think that golf's a sport yeah yes yep all right there's your answer to that question software but let's go on to the next one um the next the next one from one of coming from the instagram right is um David? We actually we actually know this kid, right? But he doesn't. Oh. He, I don't think he's caught up to the podcast yet. But his name is Riley Farragut. Oh yeah, we know who that is. Yeah. So shout out to I mean shout out to Riley Farragut still for coming yeah. for um for dropping for dropping a debate topic, and we're still gonna talk about it, you know. But um here it is. This one I I like I like this one. I do like this one, David. Here we go. Is Jalen Green the best player in the draft? Uh Jalen Green. I hate these questions, man. If I'm really being honest, because this is the G League, not not even the G League. This is the summer league, so we're not versing any superstars. <laughs> but based off of other, you're basically playing against other rookies or first year players. So, mm-hmm. but to answer that, is Jalen Green? What what was the question? Was Jalen Green the best? Is out the, of the be- class? Is Jalen Green the best player in the draft? Oh man, it's too early to tell, but. If I have to base it off of these two games that he's played, I'm gonna have to say yes, yes, just because Whoa! the numbers the numbers Whoa! don't lie. He has 24 points. He's averaging 24 points two games, five rebounds, and 3.5 three pointers made. Not only does he have that, he also is shooting 50% from three, 51% from the field, and 91% from the free throw, along with. Only only two turnovers and half of a steal per game. So, based and these are only two games, ladies and gentlemen. So it's not a lot. The sample size is very small. But based okay. off of this, I think Jalen Green. Based off of these two games, I think Jalen Green is looking like the best player in the draft because he's wow. producing consistently. He had back to back twenty plus point games. I mean, he's doing that well. He's shooting consistently, but I just don't think we can judge that yet because. If we're being honest, you guys, they're playing summer league ball, and basically they're not versing no LeBrons, they're not versing no Luka Doncic, they're not versing any of these guys. They're literally playing against their rookie class and a bunch of some undrafted folks and some first year players. That's all they're doing. But I'm, I guess if I had to give an answer, I got to put Jalen Green. 
All right. All right. I'm, what do you listen, you wow? <laughs> cause cause I you know, I was just I was just getting I was just getting at you because like you said like a controversial thing and I was just trying to like blow it up more than it is like you know everyone <laughs> is social media nowadays basically just like blowing something up more than it actually is. Yeah. But I'm just messing around with you. But um, <laughs> let me let me answer this. Ready? I'm a fan of Jalen Green. I like the way he plays. I love the way he plays. It's it's fun to watch. It's truly entertaining, right? But um. I will say this much. First off, I like how I like the way David said they are guys. Let's not get over. Let's not like go crazy. These guys are playing in the summer league. Okay, the <laughs> maximum the maximum people that they're gonna verse like the highest level is either one year athletes or possibly guys that are trying to get back into the league at most. You know, what I mean, possible possible couple of G League guys. But I saw Kenneth Farid in there. <laughs> no, I saw I, Kenneth Farid. <laughs> In other, in other words, like they're not big players, okay? So we gotta wait till they get to the big leagues, which they which they will be in, without a doubt, because they're dominating in the summer league. But we gotta wait till they get to the NBA when the season starts and what they're doing in the NBA. That's what's gonna be the big case. But if we're talking about right now, if we're talking about the summer league in general, in my opinion, okay, Jalen Green is the best scorer in his draft as of right now. I've already said last last podcast, I said last podcast, I would not be surprised. I'm like, this guy's a bona fide scoring champ in the future. Bona fide scoring champ. If he keeps working on his game, there's no way I do not see him being a scoring champ in the future. Absolutely no way, right? However, mm-hmm. is he the best player in his draft? Uh, see, if we're talking about player, I'm thinking, when you, when you say player, I'm thinking overall, okay? That means rebounding, assisting, um... Assisting, which is playmaking. Sorry, I was about to say playmaking, but that's assisting. Sorry. Um, scoring, defense, everything, everything, everything of that nature. Okay, I'm looking at an all-around player. Who's the most complete player and does it at, does it at a high level in this draft? In my opinion, as of as as so far of what I, so far of what I've seen, I'm still going Cade as of right now. Okay, Cade can do everything. Cade can basically do everything. And he's and he's a big guard. He's a humongous guard. It's like I I don't I, he's not my favorite player out of the draft. I will say that much. But I will say like over as an overall player, I think Cade is up there. Scotty Barnes is yes, up there. Scotty Barnes. Is he going? Scotty Barnes. I like I like his tenacity. I like the way he plays. To be honest, um, and also my favorite player out of the draft, Jalen Suggs. Um, he he's a he's a phenomenal player as well. But I think it's gonna be like overlooked because he's in the Magic. But <laughs> overall, I'm not going to say, Jay, I think it's too – first of all, I'm going to agree with you on the fact that I think it's too early to tell who's the best player in the draft. But I'm going to say that it's not Jalen Green as of right now because some of the things that he's doing in the summer league, I just don't think it's going to fly in the NBA, in my opinion. There's what do you no mean, scoring? That... Scoring is not going to fly in the NBA? No, 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 no. <laughs> He's got he's got good defenders defending him, but overall, like we're talking about first year players, like yeah, like no. tie stuff against LeBron, like tie stuff against Giannis, bro. Like let's see it, let's see it really happen. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. now, is there a possibility that Jalen Green averages twenty this year? Possibly, possibly. You know, and if he does, that would be crazy as a rookie, in my opinion. But I think I don't think I think Cade can do a lot more all-around than Jalen Green can do. That's why I give it to Cade. Because uh, I, think 
I think Cade could be I think Cade could be a better playmaker. I think Cade could be a better defender. Um overall I think Cade I think Cade is better overall. I just think Jalen Green's the best scorer out of the draft. I think he outscores everybody in the draft. You know, I agree with that. I think Cade has potential to be an all around player. But if we base it off of these two games that they've played, two or three games that they played, I believe Jalen Green has been playing better. Jalen Suggs has been playing better than Cabe, uh, than Cabe right now, to be honest. Because Cabe right now is averaging 16 points, five rebounds, two and a half steals. Very great. 16 points, a little low for him for being a number one pick. But you got people like Jalen Green what? averaging 24 points, five rebounds. You got Scotty Barnes averaging 15 points, nine rebounds, three assists. You got Jalen Suggs averaging 20 points, eight and a half rebounds, three assists, with one and a half steals and one and a half blocks. I mean, if the num- if you want to look at the numbers, if you just look at the numbers, those three players I listed are a little bit better than K right now. But, but we gotta see again, we gotta see how they play in the NBA. That's what I'm saying. We're versing again. These are guys we're playing against. We're playing in the summer league. Realistically, this that should be high. And overall. Mm-hmm. As a rookie, if I'm looking at Cade, 16 points, five rebounds, two like basically two steals, almost three steals, basically. I'm not mad at that. Like he's still a good player. He's not a bad player at all. And Jalen, if anything, I'm probably gonna give it to Jalen Suggs, if anything. But I'm still giving it to Cade because I still think Cade has a lot more to show us. A lot more. I feel like when it comes to the league, when we get to the league, we'll see we'll see who is actually the better players. You know, because but I can't I can't go off of this summer league, you know what I mean? No, definitely not. Summer league is is not NBA basketball. I mean, it's basketball, but it's not NBA competition. Exactly. Saying. I mean, it is NBA competition, but it's, it's not the best of the best. It's not superstar, like, game time, Luka exactly. competition. We got to see, and there's other things that are going to be factored into this when they get on these teams, as if, can they lead these teams? Can they show potential to be leaders in the future? How do they, how do they handle big-time situations? How do they defend big-time situations? It's it's a lot of the things go into factors in these things. So And, al- uh, and also, and also, it's their minutes. Because right now, they're exactly. playing like 25, 30 minutes in the real, and when they go to the NBA with their, with that, with their, uh, with their design, assigned teams, they're not going to be playing 30, 30, no, 25, 30 minutes a game. They're going to be playing more like 10, 15 minutes a game. So, the numbers are going to reduce significantly after the, the 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 minutes restriction but and i also want to say this as well we if we're looking at if we look at i'm glad you brought that up because if we look at the minutes as well let's look at each of these players teams the top five picks right we'll look at Cade's first i'm gonna look at Cade's first Cade is on a on a, a detroit pistons team he's based in my opinion and correct and and like agree with me disagree with me whether you think i'm right or wrong right Cade is starting without a doubt in my mind I can't yes. give anyone else on that Pistons team that can start over him. Or, I let me say it this way: I believe Cade should be starting, if because there's no one that significant in his position that needs minutes. You know what I mean? You have a young star; he should be playing so he can get better because he's basically already as good as your second option. So overall, Cade should be starting, which automatically deems him as to, gives him a little bit of leverage. You know, more minutes. Yes or no? Yes, I agree with that. Okay, now let's look at the Rockets. Okay, Jalen Green. Not saying that Jalen Green will not get minutes, but if we really think about this, you got John Wall and Kevin Porter Jr.'s position. Okay, now there's a possibility one of them moves, maybe he moves over to the small forward, all right? Possible. 
But um, I don't know how I feel about that as a whole. I, I feel like he's more of a true shooting guard, you know. But if you look at it, he has good comp in his positions. He has good comp in his positions. With Kevin Porter Jr. coming off, and not an okay year, but, like, in other words, he started to spark and started to get better, and we started to see a little bit more of him, you know. And if mm-hmm. he stay out of trouble, it's possible that he can, he, he, he's going to be competing with for, um, for minutes in, in that situation. So that might limit his scoring. That might limit his gameplay, which is not really good for rookie, obviously. Yeah, yes or no? Yes or no? Or no, no? I, I agree. I agree. Oh. Definitely competition. I mean, like you stated, Jalen Green is going to have a tougher competition with Kevin Porter Jr. And uh, what was his name? What's his um, name? John Wall. John Wall, thank you. But I believe I, I, I believe st- I still think Jalen Green is going to have some minutes. Either be a six man on that team or going to yeah. start. A hundred percent. But I'm saying if you compare it to Cade, who should be a starter, then it's a whole different story. Yeah, definitely. Now I want to. Now let's go over to freaking um Evan Mobley of the Cavs, right? He there's mm-hmm. a possibility of someone playing one of the like Jared Allen and, and like him like swapping between like center and power forward. I really don't know how the Cavs are going to work that out, to be honest. But um, we'll see what happens. But overall, out of all the three, um, out of the top five draft picks in this summer league, I think he's been like the lowest on stats wise. You know. So, yeah. Yes. Really, I want to look into his game a little bit more, see if he's offering more than we can see through the stats. Because you know we have a lot of players in this league that offer more than this, and the stats don't do him justice. You know. Mm-hmm. So positive, like I want to see him possibly do a little bit more, but we could see we we don't know what really is going to happen with the Cavs in his situation, right? He could be starting, could not be starting. But then we go over to Scotty Barnes' situation in um in what I'm sorry, I'm Toronto. Toronto, right? Yeah, good, good. Yes. I, I thought the Bulls for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> but um, what's it called? Toronto. It, realistically, he could be starting, but that team is very well-rounded with like, just a bunch of like like average players. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so a bunch of average players. Like, not saying that they're bad, but there's a bunch of just average, average, average. So, like, it might be a little bit harder for him to get in there. But if he's a star, like, like if, he's, if he's that guy, he'll be starting. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's gonna have a harder time uh, behind Pascal Siakam and and uh, Flynn and Van Fleet, all the other guys. He's gonna have a harder time making the starting lineup. But I feel like you know, he'll start off the beginning of the year off the bench and have some big impacts there, and, and eventually work himself into the starting lineup. Definitely, definitely. And then you got Jalen Suggs, in my opinion, starter. I'm just saying right off the bat. Whether, Him and Cole Anthony. Well, but the thing is, whether I think Cole's gonna move Cole to the two or something, I don't know. But I think Jalen Suggs, I think he's gonna outplay Cole Anthony, hands down, in my opinion. I think he's gonna outplay Cole Anthony out of his position. Cole Anthony will move into a six man position. Simple as that. That's okay. why I think. I don't think I, I might be a little bit biased, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> overall, just looking at all that stuff, the reason I just went through that, I just wanted to go through that really quick, is because of the fact that, um, I think that it's too early to decide who's the best player in the draft. It's way too early. Way too early. But to answer your question, Riley, um, I say the best player as of right now is still Cade, the number one pick. And David, you do say? Jalen Green. Okay. Based off of numbers. All right. Well, there it is. Maybe you'll see them in the glow of the week, you know, when that comes back. You never know. <laughs> I doubt it. I doubt it. <laughs> you never know, honestly. I honestly wouldn't be surprised if Jalen Green came out and dropped 50 points one day. 
I wouldn't be surprised. He could. I, I just love the way he scores. I think it's going to be the, he's going to be a juggernaut, to be honest. He's just going to be crazy. Oh, my goodness. I can't wait to watch it. But um, without further ado, David, we do have two audio messages, and they're both from Shockwave, our boy Shockwave. Yes. So let's go ahead and listen to these really quick. Here we go. D&E takeover, preseason picks, spectacular. Uh, who do you gentlemen like? We have the uh, New England Patriots and uh, Washington football team playing. And uh, Pittsburgh and Philadelphia tonight. Uh, go ahead and give me your picks and uh, we'll keep track of this. Well, at least I will. I got um, <laughs> Washington and Pittsburgh winning tonight. No, 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 no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Washington and Pittsburgh. <laughs> uh, Shockwave, I'm going to answer that real quick. Uh, NFL preseason, <laughs> we have no big names really playing. Mac Jones yeah. is going to play for the Patriots, the rookie quarterback. I'm going to have to go for the Patri- Patriots against Washington football team. I'm going to have to go with mm, – I want Mac Jones to do really good, so I'm going to have to go Patriots winning it. And then for uh, – for Pittsburgh and what was it? Pittsburgh and, and the and the Eagles. Eagles. Yeah, the Eagles. The Eagles got to work out their quarterback situation right now too, because they got Jalen. Uh, was it Jalen Hurts? I believe Jalen Hurts is a quarterback mm-hmm. who's had some up and down in the last four games that he played with the Eagles, and uh, he's got to prove to the Philadelphia that uh, he means business. So he's got something to prove there. But I'm gonna have to say Philadelphia just because. Pittsburgh, they're not gonna play. They're not gonna play Ben Roethlisberger. They're gonna have to rely on Mason Rudolph and Dwayne Haskins to play. So we all know how that goes down. So I'm gonna have to go <laughs> Patriots and the Eagles. I am gonna. I am going to go with the Patriots. I'm gonna agree with you on that one, David. Um, overall, I'm just, I don't really have a reasoning behind it. I just think the Patriots are gonna win. You know, when it comes to, when it comes to me and predictions, I just kind of go with what my head tells me. You know, so I'm just gonna. <laughs> I just love the Patriots. I just feel like I have a feeling the Patriots are going to win. And then the second one, I think that the Pittsburgh Steelers are, the Pittsburgh Steelers are still going to come out with the W. I don't know. All right. I don't know. I'm just feeling. I'm just feeling. Even though like they don't have like Ben Roethlisberger, obviously as you said, I still think that they're going to come out with the W because I feel like the Eagles are just still discombobulated. All right. That's that's the, that's my that's my feeling over it. Oh no, the Eagles are 100 percent discombobulated. Yeah. In that whole division, but I just think it's like. Like who's worse? You kind of look at that. who's the worst <laughs> That's team. So bad. <laughs> and the only reason why the Pittsburgh Steelers, other I picked them to lose, is because Ben Roethlisberger is not playing because superstar players don't play in the pre- in the preseason apparently. So yeah, but that that's pretty much it right there, Shockwave. But um, let's go ahead and go on to the next audio message, man. Here we go, bro. The the NBA summer league. I had to. I'm actively avoiding it, bro. After the freaking finals, after the Olympics, it's just a basketball overload. So <laughs> I'm just avoiding it uh, till um, obviously till September, late September, October, when the NBA team. Yeah, I don't blame you. We had so many basketball for the last. I don't know. Was it been a year almost? And it's like, all right, it's time to move on to some soccer. Premier League starts, as I believe, today. And you got some football starting up. So we got plenty of other sports coming. So definitely, I'm, I agree. I'm excited. You already know how I feel about soccer, man. I'm excited. <laughs> really. Oh, my gosh. I finally, I'm finally doing um, uh, I'm, I'm finally doing a fantasy for the Premier League. 
Oh yeah. I, yeah, man, I'm excited, bro. I'm excited. A little nervous because I, I, it's my first year doing it, but you know, I know, I know my Premier League stuff. So how do they even track the points in that? It was like goal scoring, it's, like it's how so much more than like regular fantasy. Like in other words, like you know how we're used to basketball or like football fantasy. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. It's so different. It's like they track scoring, clean sheets, other. It's it's a whole bunch of things. If honestly. If you wanted me to, I could find it, but like I wouldn't do it like nah. right now. I'd find it like later or something. But like they, they probably track like how many breaths he takes, he takes how many how many it's times crazy. he walks, how many touches he gets on the ball. It's like come on, all right, we get it. <laughs> but like oh, <laughs> I tell you what, I tell you, um, they do like track like like mishaps, I guess you could say, or like are you like, really? <laughs> they just they deduct they deduct points for like certain things. But yeah, but who's the judge? Who's the who's the judge? The mistake? No, 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 it's like it's like stat statistical mistakes. So like, oh, okay. shoots, like if you let a goal in, all so on and so forth. You know what I mean? Yeah, but that's also a bunch of BS too. Because say like the defender scored, the goalie made like so many saves, <laughs> and the defender just taps it into their own net, and that counts to the goalie. It's like, come on, man! But, <laughs> but yeah, I, man. I, I totally get it. It's I get very, it. It's very um hectic. I guess you could say there's. So many different things, but um, yeah, overall, it's not bad. I'm excited though, I'm excited. It's got cool, be nice. But That's um, it. without further ado, man, um, let's go ahead and go on to the next debate topic. Yeah, cool, let's do All it. All right, so I'm gonna hand over the floor to you, man. Do you have a debate topic for us today? Yes, I do, and I am very excited to do this one because I, I saw this on Instagram and uh. I thought it was very funny. I just want to hear your opinion on it. Okay. So, <laughs> and I really believe you'll you hear my you hear my topic when I you'll hear my opinion when I discuss it. But my great debate topic is: Should there be an Olympics for everyday people? And what I mean by that is what? <laughs> so, what I mean by <laughs> I know it's a little confusing, but what I mean by this is say like you know the Hunger Games. Okay. You know how, like, the whole town goes over there, or the whole city, and they're like, oh, like, I volunteer as tribute, stuff like blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and, like, they pick their name out of the bowl, and then they got to go, go compete in the games. Similar thing. So, at this point, you got, like, oh. government officials. Government officials for each state. They, they like, they have, like, a, a bowl with names in it, and then they put their hand in it, and, like, they, they call, like, I don't know, a couple names from each state. And it tells them their name. And what, what sport they have to play. So it can be like, if I pull it right now, Eric Hines, and he has to do gymnastics, something like that. Nah, and you have to do it. And you have to do it. No matter how embarrassing or how bad you are at that type of sport, you have to do it. That would be awesome, man. But I want to hear your thoughts. Um, I say this much. If you're paying me, yeah, sure, do it. Awesome. No, no, no um, payment. No payment. No, no. I'm not, no. no. Listen. Fine, listen. fine. Endorsements only. No, no, I want to get paid. I want to get paid by the Olympics. I want to get paid by the team. If I listen, there's no way you're taking me, you're taking me like as tribute just just to do some phony Olympics with a bunch of people. Like, what am I gonna get out of it, dude? Overall, it'd be hilarious to watch though. I tell you that much. But like, imagine, imagine, um, how I say this? Imagine some like some random six foot six, two eighty like guy, right? And he just gets selected. Say, like, his name's, like, what? Like, Travis. I don't know. That's the first thing that came to my mind. Name. That's like, a good name. Throw some random dude named Travis. Six, six foot eight, 280, right? 
He's like, all right, Travis, you've been selected to do um, skateboarding. It's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Like, what is going on? I'm like, it's just random things. Like, if they selected me to do gymnastics, I'm breaking my neck. Like, it's, there's no way around it, bro. But uh, I can't even I can't even do a backflip on a trampoline. Oh, <laughs> I tried to do a backflip on a trampoline, but I only do it like halfway. I land on my face. So like, <laughs> like bro, if you expect me to do a backflip in general, like I'm done. I'm it's over. But and so my and my answer to that debate question, man, no, no, and no, bro. No. What? No, How bro. Come, man? It's it's a waste of time. I'm not it's watching. not. It's pure not entertainment. Watching. I might watch it on 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 TV, but as a, if I got selected, I would not be happy because I have to I have to dedicate the next like month of my life to doing things that I don't want to do. And I'm not. How about this? What? How about this? Say the Olympics. The Olympics are like say you go back to Tokyo, right? Just for just for fun. All expenses are paid. Your hotel's paid for. Your food, everything's paid for, and all you're doing is competing and playing sports, which doesn't matter what what place you get. I mean, I, I think I would take that hands down. But, but what's the point? That there's no, like, you're literally. There is no point. There's the, the only point there is is for entertainment value. I but... want to get paid. I don't care. <laughs> I want to get paid, bro. I want to get paid. There's no but... point taking me just to get, like, bro. What, look at the pot. Look, for example, what about the podcast? We're, we're gonna be, you're going to be too busy practicing for freaking gymnastics that so you're not going to be able to do the podcast. <laughs> I'm like, not going to be practicing for that stuff. I'm just gonna try and go try to do my best, see if I can do a handstand or something. But <laughs> there's no way they're gonna let you go out there <laughs> and just crawl around on the floor for, for like ten minutes. Yeah. No, but listen, listen. <laughs> crawl on the floor. But if I can answer this real quick, I think that there should be like this something like the Hunger Games where people get like picked randomly and they have to compete in any type of any type of sport. But that'd be so awesome, man! That'd be such a fun experience. You playing any type of sport. That you get called for and just, just having fun, man. At the end of the day, especially if you love doing sports and trying new things, I feel like that would work out amazingly. And now for entertainment value, oh, this would be through the roof. This would be better than so many comedy shows out there. This would be pure, pure gold in comedy right there. But I'd like to see it, man. I really would. It'd be, be Shaq and a fool on steroids. <laughs> it'd be literally it'd be crazy, bro. But I say I say this much, bro. Unless you're paying me, bro, nah, no, bro, I'm not, <laughs> doing it. I'm not doing it. I don't want that. It's a waste of my time, man. It's I'm, not though. It's basically the Hunger Games, but without the killing, and it's more fun. Yeah, you don't die if you don't get first place. That's the only thing. <laughs> Wait, what happens if you decline it? Do they like arrest you? What happens then? What happens? Uh, uh, if I'm just making this up right now, I'm pretty sure you got to pay. Two million dollar fine, something like that. What? But, oh, no, nah, yeah. nah, nah. nah, there's no way, there's no way, bro. I'm actually getting paid for this. There's no way. <laughs> I literally oh. just made that up on the spot. <laughs> Two million dollar fine, no uh, way. man. That's funny, man. All but, right, man. Well, that was a great debate topic. A little fun right there, a little fun for a little fun for the, for the podcast. But, um, do you mind if I go on to mine really quick? Yeah, let's hear it. Because I do got one for. For the podcast, here we here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. So, I saw this on Instagram as well, and I was like, I was interested. I was like, you know, I want to hear what David David has to say because I was talking about it before with a couple other people, and some people disagreed with me, but I can understand why. But like, here it is. Here it is. Um, 
if you could if you could pick any or I guess okay, if you could pick one NBA player to take and take away their injuries, so any injuries that they had in their career, basically saying that they're not going to have any injuries anymore. Who, mm-hmm. what NBA player would you pick? Mm. So all time, all time, all time, all time, all time. Yep. Who do I think will have the best career, or who do I think, in my opinion, would be the best, like for me personally to watch? Um. No. 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 I would say. You can do both, but I, I'm I'm more or less asking you for like who, in other words, who would have the best career? I guess you could say, or who would you want to see? Um, kind of, yeah, kind of both in a sense. Who would you want to see play, and how how good do you think they would be? And also like, how do you say? All right, so all right. Who, who would have the best career? Yeah, something like that. Sounds good. Uh, I'm gonna have to go with Derrick Rose. I'm gonna have to go with Derrick Rose. I really, I really like Derrick Rose and how he played ever since he got into the league. So he played four years of uh, of uh, basketball from 2008 to 2012 with the Chicago Bulls, and that was his contract. Blah blah. blah before he got injured in 2012 2013 season, so in the, I think he was averaging around 22 points, almost 23 points a game within before the injury. Ever since that, he went down a couple of things. I think he averaged, I think. Uh, was it 16 points a game ever since his injury? So it went down substantially, not going to lie. But I think Derrick Rose was the most exciting player before his injury because he was doing dunks. He reminded me of like a Russell Westbrook powerhouse dunking it, but he can shoot well and he had good handles and he's pretty good on the playmaking aspect as well. So if I can break down his stats before getting injured, the year before getting injured, he averaged 21 points, uh, almost eight eight assists, uh, and one steal and almost one block a game with only three turnovers, with with uh, with three rebounds. So those are good numbers. And his MVP season in 2010 2011, he averaged 25 points, seven assists, four rebounds, one steal, and one and point six blocks and only three turnovers. So these are great numbers. He posts almost back to back seasons of the same similar numbers. So, and then the next year after that, he gets injured with an ACL injury. Such a shame, man, because I believe he would have kept on improving. Oh, and then not to mention the year after he came back from his injury, he only played 10 games, but in those 10 games, he averaged 15 points, three rebounds, four assists, and half of a steal. So you can tell they went down substantially a lot. And it's a shame because he had numbers of 25 points per game with 21 points a game with eight assists and then dropped down to 15 points, 17 points with four assists a game. So it, I would think it'd be awesome to see him come back from that. If he had no injury and just to see him grow. So that's my guy. I'm picking Derek Rose. All right. I respect that. I respect that a lot, man. I was one of my top picks um, as an as, as a NBA player, man. Cause I feel as if personally, it sucks to see what happened to Derrick Rose because honestly, that man has potential to be literally one of the goats, like in the goat conversation. If if I may, mm-hmm. like I I to be the youngest MVP of all time, mm-hmm. there's no saying what he could have done. You know, there's literally no saying what that man could have done as a, and or accomplished as, as um as as like his career wise, but that that hindered him. So uh, that's a very good pick right there. But for me. Right now, this pick is a little bit biased 
and a lot of people don't really agree. And like, like I was saying before, I was talking about it with a couple of people, and they don't really agree with me on this pick, to be honest. Now, I'm mostly picking this pick because um, I'll explain why. I'll explain why. So my pick is um, Kobe. Is Kobe being Bryant, right? And most people are like, wait, what? Like, why Kobe? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, he, he had his Achilles injury, like, towards the end of his career, so it doesn't really matter. Like, yada, yada, this, yada, yada, that. Now, the reason I pick Kobe, one, I'm a big fan of One, I'm a big fan of Kobe, so um, I would have loved to see him play without any injuries. Two, um, I feel as if, I feel as if, if Kobe never got injured like that, his career would have been even better. Okay, and the reason I say that is because yeah, he was a little bit old, but his dominance would have still been at a higher level, I guess, until we until who knows how long. Because being the fact being the fact that he got the Achilles injury, he came back and he was slowed down. The only person I know that's ever been able to come back from an Achilles injury and look completely fine or somewhat fine and still be amazing is Kevin Durant as of right now. You know, like that that man pot, like destroyed his Achilles. And and came back on the Nets and he's still dominating the league, right? So and this year's gonna be really testing because he's finally gonna be playing like a full season, hopefully. So we're really gonna see the Achilles out, like see how it is this year as well. But for Kobe, it was a little bit different because everyone knew once he tore that Achilles, he was never really the same person. He was never really the same guy. So in my opinion, if he never tears that Achilles, he possibly has like LeBron longevity. You know what I mean? Or something. Along those lines, and also, not to mention, Kobe had five rings. Okay, if he if he stays healthier for a longer time, that possibly leads to a longer career, and that possibly leads to him tying Jordan of rings or champ- championships, whatever you want to call it. Okay, and then we might have a new conversation about Kobe, and so on and so forth. So, for me, I pick, I pick, I gotta pick Kobe, man. I gotta pick Kobe. But there's a lot of other names that we don't that we didn't mention that possibly. Um, that are great picks as well, but I'm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm I can Kobe. definitely see it, because Kobe. But when he got the injury with his torn Achilles tendon, he had he was at 34 years old, so he was already like you know his career was almost already set in the sense it wasn't completely set, but it was pretty much we knew who Kobe Bryant's name was at age 34. With Derrick yeah. Rose, he was like 24, 25, and we didn't see his full potential. You know what I mean? You see, I that's why I always disagree with you, but at the same time. It's not knowing Kobe's name. That wasn't my reasoning. Like, we could know. We already, yes, we already knew Kobe's name. He already did what he had to do. I understand that part. I'm saying for more greatness, for more greatness okay. reasons, there's no, like, we don't know what he could have done without that injury. Because after that injury, he definitely wasn't the same. He definitely, like, slowed down a lot, you know? But if you look at someone like LeBron, who has been great his entire career, and he takes care of himself, like, health-wise, he's, like, you see, you're going to see everything that he could possibly do. You know, every, there's no question about what he's doing because he's always injured, always at a high level, you know? And I wish, I wish, I wish Kobe didn't have to have that one part of his career, that one part where he tore his Achilles. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. All right. I can definitely see it. It makes sense. But so you, you say Kobe Bryant and I say Derrick Rose. The picks are in and that's it. Also, also, um, honorable mention, honorable <laughs> mention. Um, Tracy McGrady. That's a good one. I can agree with Definitely. that one, too. That's I think that one. man would have been crazy. Like, like crazy, crazy. Was, he would have been amazing as well. But that's that's one person I just want to throw in there as well. Interesting. I can see it. I can definitely see it. But I think that's all good for the debate topics. Am I correct? We got one yes, more. Yes, sir. Though. It is. 
It sounds good, man. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, that concludes our great debate topic. And we move on to our next segment called Big Deal or Not a Big Deal. And basically, for anyone who's new, anyone who's been with us for a long time, uh, our topic, our, our segment, Big Deal, Not a Big Deal, me and Eric, we give topics back and forth to each other. And uh, we say whether they are a big deal or not a big deal. It's very simple. It's not complicated. It's not, you don't need, you don't need to do rocket science over here. We make it very simple for you guys. So, Eric, without further ado, who goes first, me or you? I believe you go first this week, my friend. Nice. Okay. I got a good one. This is a big deal, not a big deal. This is some soccer, international soccer. And uh, today's date. Today's the 12th. Yeah. So, FIFA World Rankings came out today, August 12th, 2021. And uh, big deal, not a big deal. U.S. men's national team soccer is number 10 in in the top 10 of the FIFA World Rankings. This yes. is the first time they are in there since 2006. So, big deal, not a big deal. Come on, lads! Yes! <laughs> it's a big deal! Big up the USA, yeah? Come on! I, I'm going crazy. But, um, yes, indeed, it's a humongous deal. Um, shout out to this new generation of players, man. Absolutely insane. And I think the best is yet to come. Honestly, I think I think we're there. We're even better than what we are. What the rankings are saying, right? Because the rankings are based off of points, right? So realistically, like you'll never. They don't come out. I wish they came out with like yearly rankings. You know what I mean? Or like every two years they came out with rankings. So like it was like an informed chart and then like an all time chart. Because that FIFA World Cup ranking or the um, the the world rankings in general, that's like an all time kind of chart. You know, they've been keeping mm-hmm. points for a while now. But um, I wish they came up with like a more like an informed type of chart. But either way, I just want to say this as well. That's a big deal. Congratulations to U.S. men's national team for finally making or finally making it back to the top ten. But also, you can argue, right? And this is why this is why I say the informed chart, right, instead of the all-time chart. You can argue that we should be ninth because in ninth place is Mexico, and if I'm correct, we won the Nations League. And we won the Gold Cup. And who did we have to do in order, what did we have to do in order to do that? We had to beat Mexico. So, yep. you would argue that we are better than Mexico at the moment. So, realistically, I see us as ninth, but overall, 10th is still an amazing cosmic. I'm excited about that, man. That's awesome. Definitely. I agree with that 100%. But if you don't mind, I want to read you the top 10. Yeah, go ahead. So, I have it in front of me. And number 10, of course is the U.S. men's national team. They moved up 10 spots, by the way, so they were at 20, and now they're at at 10. So they moved up substantially. Number nine, you got Mexico. They went up two, so they went 11 to nine. Portugal, number eight, which this is a shocker to me. I'm very upset about this one. They (laughs) went down three spots from five to eight. (laughs) Don't even get me started on that, man. We could be here for two hours talking about that. But at number seven, you got Spain. They went down one. Argentina went up two for number six. Number five, you got Italy, who went up two as well. And then you got England that stayed the same at number four. Number three, you got France that just went down one. And number two, you got Brazil that went up one, even though, ladies and gentlemen, they lost to Argentina in the Copa America, but that's another story. And uh, number one, you got Belgium, who stayed on top and even, did not move. So I'm going to be honest with you guys. I think there are a lot of teams that should be higher than they are. And kind of messed up FIFA World Rankings. I don't know what you guys are doing. I don't know what you guys are, are, how you guys are judging this off, but clearly some things are wrong. 
This guy, see guys, but the thing is, you have to know, if you lose up to David, Portugal would be number one. So you no, can't no, 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 no. <laughs> Keep Portugal at six or five. Oh, but why is, why is England even? This is what I want to know. Why is England did not move down? And why is Belgium at number one? And Brazil went up even though they lost to the Copa America Argentina? The reason, the, reason, the reason being behind all of this, right, is because they do it off points, right? The point system, the way it works, right, obviously it's off, like, wins and, like, how, how you do in your international, um, what's, international tournaments as such as, like, you know, Euros. Um, you have the Asian Cup, you have the African Cup, you have the Gold Cup. All, all these things, right, is based off of points. And that's why I look at it. It's more of an all-time leaderboard. So, realistically, you can't look at that. In my opinion, if you're looking for something like inform or like teams that are or teams that are on the come up, you can't really look at that leaderboard because for a certain teams like uh what's like a I don't even I can't even think of it to be honest. But teams that are like international teams that are on the come up, they're not gonna be shown on these world rankings because they're because it's of all time. You know what I mean? It's like it's 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 been ranked or it's been being it's been kept for such a long time. So I wouldn't really go as far as, like, who's the best team as of right now. You know what I mean? But, for example, England, I can tell you why England is still at fourth. It's because they got to the final and they lost. So, that's probably, that's worth something. They got second place out of that tournament, right? Brazil still got to the final and 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 they um and they lost. France, on the other hand, they got eliminated way early. A little bit too early than, than was expected, you know? Yes, Belgium, sir. I don't, I don't know about Belgium. I don't know. Why they're still at the top? I don't know how it works. To be like that, they're that, getting that, paid. They're paying them off. I don't believe that. They're I getting paid. Me. What's the currency in Belgium? They're getting paid like what? They get they're getting paid the waffle. They're Yo, getting yeah. paid all this different currency. <laughs> That's why FIFA there they have a bunch of Belgian waffles by them. They're happy. That's why they put Belgium at number one. He said they're getting paid the Belgian waffle. This guy. Oh my god. Portugal, we gotta step up our bribery game, guys. Come on. Nah, but yeah, it makes, it up. in my opinion, right? Every so it, it's okay for the point system. I'm I'm fine with the rankings. I'm fine with it because realistically, um, at the end of the day, if we were to put like the best teams, you know, Portugal would be a little bit higher, right? Mm-hmm. I, you know, Brazil would probably be just a little bit lower, right? Just a little bit, not too much. France would be up there. Um, Argentina would probably be. Probably, I like them where they are, to be honest. And and possibly another few teams probably be above the United States. You know, you never know about that as well. So that's why I'm not mm-hmm. really complaining about it as a whole. But it's it's weird, man. But don't worry, David. Portugal's a solid eight, man. Portugal's a solid. Eight. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I think we gotta we gotta increase our bribery game. But that sums it up. And also, if I can mention the next two, they have a top twenty two, but I'm not gonna go into the twenty. I feel like it's too long. I'm just going to go into the, the 11th and 12th. At mm-hmm. 12th, you got Netherlands that went up four spots. And then you got number 11, you got Denmark who went down one. So. See, like, you see, like, ne- uh, no offense, but, like, Netherlands at their full and the United States at their full. Like, who's winning that game? Uh, Portugal. Okay. Without further ado. <laughs> I'm so biased. It's not even funny, man. He said, uh, <laughs> Portugal. This guy. Oh, my uh, God. It's funny. All but right. That's it, man. All right, let's go ahead and go into the next, um, the next big deal, not a big deal. Since you brought some soccer, I'll bring us some basketball. Um, here we go with the first one. Let me see which one I want to talk about actually first. 
Um, let's talk about this one. This one's like the most the most fresh news, right? So Kawhi Leonard signs a four year, um, four year, one hundred and seventy six point three million dollar deal with the Los Angeles Clippers. Big deal or not a big deal? That is, uh, uh, it's a big deal. I mean, for one reason only, and this is my reasoning, because I think he got underpaid. Oh, I think he got underpaid because when you see people like Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Butler got four years, $184 million. So that means, ladies and gentlemen, Jimmy Butler is getting paid more money than Kawhi Leonard. And uh, I don't know if we know the difference between those two playing styles, but Kawhi Leonard, I believe, is better than Jimmy Butler. So if Jimmy Butler's price is $184 million for four years and Kawhi Leonard accepted a, a price for four years, $176 million, I think Kawhi Leonard got underpaid. Maybe he wanted to get underpaid so he can bring in more people to improve the franchise. But just based off of that, I think the Clippers kind of got a steal in a sense because they didn't pay him as much as as Jimmy Butler and other lower superstars. But maybe it's for a reason. I don't know. But I I think I saw this, that the New Orleans Pelicans, I believe, they offered Kawhi Leonard four years, $190 million, and he declined it. The New Orleans Pelicans. Say it again, really quick. The New Orleans Pelicans offered Kawhi Leonard four years, one hundred and ninety ninety million dollars, and he declined it. I mean, why would he go there though? That would make no sense. Him, Zion, I don't know. That would that would just, in my opinion, that'd be even worse because I think Zion wants to leave anyway. So Eric, he, Eric, he goes there because it sucks. <laughs> he goes there because of what you come out with. What do you say? You go there. He goes there because money talks. I mean. Yeah, but I feel like you could have got that the Clippers too, realistically. I think the Clippers could have matched it. That's why he ended up staying with the Clippers. But I, I want to say this, though. I think mm, I think this is a really, in my opinion, like, I agree with you, it's a big deal, but I think this is a bigger dub for the for the Clippers, if anything, than Kawhi himself. I think the, Clip, the Clippers were able to sign Kawhi to a four-year deal, bro. That means for the next four years of his career, Kawhi Leonard is going to be a Clipper. What? Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. Like, I don't like that, in my opinion. The Clippers, in my opinion, you know what Kawhi just sealed? Kawhi just sealed the fact that the Clippers are going to be a good team, but they'll never be a championship team. That's what he just did. <laughs> like, they'll, 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 they'll never win. They're not, in my opinion, because Paul George is going to eat up the rest of the cap, realistically. Reddy is probably going to ask for a little bit more money. I think he already re-signed the Clippers as well. You got to think about Serge Ibaka. You got other players on this team. How are you going to bring in more assets? It really, like, Kawhi did take a little bit of a pay cut, but realistically, it's like, ah. When you look at the Lakers, yeah, they're going to dis- they're gonna be dismantled, but then you look at the Nets. The Nets are about to sign Kyrie and Harden back. So, by you signing this four-year deal, what did you just really do? Uh, it told him that he's not going to win a championship. That's all it meant. They might get one out of that four year. They might get one. Uh, I don't think so. One, this it's possible because they're still. We gotta remember though, this Clippers team without Kawhi was still very good. I loved watching them play, honestly. Like Paul George, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that that I, they had they were playing so good that they had me say that they had a big three, bro. Paul George. Reggie Jackson, and freaking man. Oh, uh, come on, man. No, uh, dude, when they were playing against them sons, they were going crazy. They but were going I, crazy, bro. I will say one thing. We've seen, 
the last the last couple of games in the playoffs with Paul George. Paul George is playing very he was playing 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 very well, phenomenal. But that was without Kawhi Leonard. So now let's see if the Clippers with Paul George and Kawhi Leonard can mesh together and uh, you know not have Kawhi Leonard dropping thirty points per night and Paul George becoming pandemic P. No, Paul I George think... has to become playoff P. He's got to be Paul George and uh, Kawhi Leonard have to mesh well together in order for them to be in the top, the tops of the teams. I think they're going to be fine. I'm going to say it right here. I think they're going to be fine. I think, uh, team, I think this team's chemistry is at a high right now. And I think they're going to come out with guns blazing. But the thing is, you know, we also have to remember, Kawhi Leonard isn't going to be back until towards the end of the season. That's another thing. With his surgery and all that, and all his, his injury and all that. So the Clippers are going to be the Clippers are going to be Kawhi-less for the entire season. Wow, I like that. But I think what's it called? I think they I think this is going to be good, but when they add Kawhi back, they'll be I feel like he's going to fit in perfectly. I think he's going to fit in perfectly. But yeah, man. All right, we'll see what happens, but it's definitely exciting. Clippers fans are definitely going nuts right now. But that leads me to my next big deal, not a big deal topic and Eric I'm listening. It is. It is. Uh, former basketball player. You know him. He's a Cleveland Cavalier player, and uh, he forgot to. He, he ran. He ran the ball back and forgot to take the shot. Remember that guy? Oh my God! I know what you're gonna say. Come on, it's come on, Jr. Smith. Oh my God! <laughs> Jr. Smith is playing college uh, golf for NC, for North Carolina A and T. I don't know what the A and T stand for, but he's playing golf for that team, for that college. So based off of that, <laughs> is that a big deal or not a big deal? I can't stop <laughs> Yo, bro, yo, bro. No one else. No, I let me tell everyone listening right now. No one else but J.R. Smith would be doing this, bro. You know this dude is you know he was drunk when he made this decision. You know he was drunk. <laughs> <laughs> he's off the heavy. He's off the heavy. Same way he was off the heavy when, when that happened. When he took the, the ball back for the shot clock and all that. Jazz. Oh, it was funny. Oh my gosh, this guy literally. Oh, he, there's nothing wrong with going back to college. There's nothing wrong with that. Okay. Oh, uh, kudos to him. Amazing, great. But he goes back to college, and now he's looking to play on the golf team. What? Yeah, this. Yo, bro. <laughs> yo, I can't. I can't. It's a. I guess you could say it's a big deal because it's, like, kind of funny. But realistically, like, what is this guy doing, bro? This guy's a golfer or something. Like, this guy, oh, my. I mean. Next, next thing you know, he's going to forget that the ball goes in, like, he try, he's in, like, they're going to say, fuck the ball. He's going to ping it to, like, the the, the, um, the, the water. Into the woods. I don't even know. But I don't know, man. I got to say, like, I give him props. Maybe he's, like, better than what we think. Maybe J.R. Smith is better at golf than he is at basketball. I mean, I don't know. I doubt, no it. I doubt it. But maybe, man, maybe he picked up a, 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 a hobby that he really likes doing, and he's pretty good at it. I mean, I mean, I mean it doesn't matter. I, I mean, I really don't care, to be honest, because I'm not expecting to see J.R. Smith at the PGA Tour. It's just not <laughs> happening. But just, I mean, to answer the big deal, not a big deal, I think it's not a big deal. I honestly don't care what J.R. Smith does. I don't care if he goes plays golf. I don't care if he goes back to college and plays basketball. But I will say, props to him for going back to school. Education's always always power, you know. But you never you can never stop learning. Let's just say that. But you know, kudos to him for trying something new and see what happens. That's all I gotta say. And also, I want to say this much. Let's think, let's just think about this really quick. 
Okay. Now you might want to be trying something different, you know, try something new for like, uh, for like just, just for fun purposes, you know, like he wants to try golf. But if he looks into his NCAA eligibility and the fact that he's able, say like he's able to play golf, that means he has eligibility to play any sport. No, no, you. What? I know where you go. I know where you're going with this. He can't play basketball. Why not? Why the not? NCAA, there's there's a rule in the NCAA that states that professional athletes in that sport can't go back to college and participate in that sport. Oh, in the same sport, they're professionals. Yeah, because that'd be so sick. cracked. <laughs> that'd be cracked. <laughs> that'd be lit. Imagine, yo, LeBron would have a full four years. LeBron, have, <laughs> LeBron could go back to freaking Duke and play for a full four years at Duke. Oh, man. Boy, like, that's basically child abuse at one point. Like, you can't do that. You can't do that. You just be destroying things. It's messed up. That's what I tell you. It's messed up. Oh my gosh, bro. I can see it. Oh my gosh. But other than that, that was a good good topic right there, David. Thank you. Thanks. All right. For the next one, mm, I think I'm going to stay with the NBA for right now. I think I'm going to stay with the NBA for right now. Um, Let's see what we got here. Oh, oh, I got to get this one. All right. You ready for this? Let's hear it. This one. Oh, gosh. Dennis Schroeder has signed with the Boston Celtics Stop. on a one-year, $5.6 million deal. Oh, my. <laughs> big deal or not big deal. Dennis Schroeder, I am laughing right now. Just because you declined a four-year, I believe, what was it? A four-year, $120 million contract, something like that, right? Oh, my. I, I, he declined I, that, I, ladies and gentlemen, from the Los Angeles Lakers during the season because he said that he wants more money. And now, ladies and gentlemen, karma bid him back. It bid him, and, uh, you know, he's getting paid $5 million, $6 million a year when he could have been getting paid $20 million a year. But maybe it wasn't the, maybe it wasn't the money. Maybe it was the team. Maybe he didn't want to be in the Lakers anymore. But for $5, 6000000 million, I think the Boston Celtics, they got, a, they got a deal off of that. They definitely schemed the system by getting him for $6 million. But I'm going to say – for him signing a one-year deal with the Celtics, it means that he's coming back for redemption. He's trying to—he's trying not to be at Celtics for a long year, for a long time. I mean, for his for his whole career, he's just using this year as like has his like how do I how do I say it? has his revamp or his making his his new name in a sense. Or so he gets a big back. contract next year. Yeah, come back. But to answer the big deal, not a big deal. I mean. I, I'm just laughing because he just missed out on a lot of money. But I'm going to say not a big deal. I honestly don't care where Dennis, Dennis Schroeder goes. But I will say it's a big deal because he took way substantially less money to go to another team when he could have stayed with the Lakers and had 30-plus million. So it's funny, but. I'm going to say this much. I'm going to say this much. First of all, I will – I think it was. I think the Lakers offered him around like eighty something million, like like for like four years, right? And he wanted a hundred million. I think that was the situation right there. But and like, he, and he also didn't like his role in the Lakers apparently. But oh my gosh, if this isn't the biggest fold in NBA, if this is one of the biggest folds of this year's NBA, I don't know what it, I don't know what it is because this man had a chance to have eighty four something million for like four years of the Lakers and turned it down, and nobody wanted him, right? 
And now we, in my opinion, the way I look at this contract, I think this is a proving contract. So in other words, the Celtics were never going to sign him to a four-year deal or something like that because they don't know what he's capable. They know what he's capable of, but they want to see how he messages with the team, right? I think it's a good pickup for the Celtics, like you said. But realistically, Duke could have got so much more money this year instead of getting five point six million. Oh <laughs> my gosh, this has to be the biggest fold, like the biggest fold I've ever seen. Just you know, you know what's funny. Money. You know what's, what's funny though, is that we only say he only got five point six million. Celtics, I'll play for you for a hundred thousand. Yo, in fact, <laughs> fact, I'll play. Yeah. I'll play for you for a thousand. To be honest, bro, like, come on. <laughs> no, that's a, that's that's a little too low. A little what too do you low. mean a little too low? I no, got, bro. I got. You know, my skill, my my skill level is too. Uh, it's, the money has to be higher for that. I'm thinking around two hundred thousand a year. Hey man, if I listen, if we're talking about that, I'm just gonna say, man, man, everyone. <laughs> David saying his skill level is a little bit too high for him. Go check out that one v one. I said, oh, okay. ah! <laughs> you saw the three point shooting, ladies and gentlemen. You saw the three point shooting. All right, all right. The whole it's not all about three point shooting. I mean, Curry's made a name for it, but he's also all right. Listen, that's because yeah. he's, <laughs> he's crazy at shooting. All right, come on, come on. Uh, this is funny. All right. But I'll, I'll jokes, I'll jokes, I'll jokes. But for real though, they, these these Dennis Schroeder. Whoever your agent is, bro, fire him right now. Fire him right now. Get a whole new mindset. Get a whole new brain and restart. <laughs> restart the process. Uh, this this was a bad decision. This is a bad decision. And also, I you know, as a Nets fan, right? David, for anyone that doesn't know, David is a New York fan, so he's a fan of the Knicks and the Nets. And I'm a Nets fan as a, as um, just just strictly only Nets, right? And also, we're not bandwagons. Just to make that clear. Okay, David's been around since New Jersey days, and I've been around since like 2013, I want to say. But other than that, let's just let's just let's just go let's just go back to what I was saying, right? If Dennis Schroeder signed this contract to the Lakers, there is no Russell Westbrook, there is no Carmelo Anthony, Malik Mm -hmm. Monk, Dwight Howard. There's none of that. So realistically, not only did you screw yourself, but you screwed us too, bro. No. (laughs) He basically he folded the entire league with this one contract. He folded the entire <laughs> league. He could have kept the Lakers at bay, but no. I mean, want... it's not going to matter because the Nets are still going to win it. But oh my! But we don't have to versus the super team of the Lakers. Oh my goodness! Shout out to Dennis Schroeder, bro. We absolutely destroyed yeah. Wait, but how do you say how do you say his name? Dennis Schroeder. I say Schroeder. I say Schroeder. Hold say up. Schroeder. Yo, Schroeder, I think we Schroeder? have to make a debate debate topic. Is it Schroeder or Schroeder, everyone? I have no Bro, idea. It's, Maybe it's Schroeder. It's it's S C H. No, yeah, S C H O E D E R. Dennis Schroeder, 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 Schroeder. Okay, Schroeder, Schroeder, Schroeder. Oh, whatever, bro. This man finally. Oh my gosh, bro. That's funny, man. That's funny, but. I have my next one. I have my next topic, if you don't mind. All right. Go ahead, man. And uh, this is uh, – actually, this is more like my opinion base because these are the New York Knicks team, and it's about the Summer League. And I know the Summer League's not important, but this one player that plays for the New York Knicks has been going off recently in the last three games. And so basically what I'm going to ask you is, uh, big deal, not a big deal, Emmanuel quickly doing amazing in the thing. And let me give you some stats on it. He is dropping 24 points a game shooting 43% from the field, and he's having uh, three rebounds, seven assists, 
only two turnovers and almost two steals a game. So he's going absolutely insane for the Knicks. But basically off of that, what do you think? Uh, if, if I'm being honest, first of all, let's get, let's get this out the way. Big deal. And secondly, this dude's not – like, get him out the summer league, bro. He doesn't belong there. <laughs> get him out this, bro. This, he's a league player, bro. Let's, let's, just, let's just confirm that right now. This dude's a league mm-hmm. player, okay? He's got the skill. Get him out the summer league. He's, it's just not fair, okay? Second yeah. of all, I kind of feel bad for Emmanuel Cookie technically, right? I feel bad and good for him in a sense because this man is going to have to play behind – no offense no offense to him, but I don't think he's getting minutes over D. Rose – or Kemba Walker, right? Yeah. In that sense, so it's gonna be tough for him to kind of play, um, kind of play this year, in my opinion, because you got R.J. Barrett in this position. He might run, Emmanuel Cookie might run a couple like minutes at the at the um, two guard position, but like I don't I don't know how he's gonna really get on the field that much. It's not the field, jeez, the court <laughs> that much, um, especially being or I guess get on the court in his position. So. I would like to say, honestly, overall, it is, it is a big deal. But we could possibly either see either see Derrick Rose or Kemba Walker get traded in the future or Emmanuel Quigley wanting to leave the Knicks because he wants a, a, a bigger role on the team. No, not yet. He's only – this is going to be his second year in the league. And I think he's going to be behind Derrick Rose, who's like 33, I believe, 33 years old. So he's not getting any younger. So I think Manuel quickly is going to slip right in between that slot between uh, behind Kemba Walker and Derrick Rose. I feel like Tom Thibodeau is going to do a good job of putting minutes on Manuel quickly just because of the way he's been playing. And I think he recognizes the talent level. But, I mean, I'm expecting minutes from Manuel quickly. Maybe the same similar minutes as last year. But it's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun New York Knicks team. I'm excited. I think he needs more, though, bro. I think this guy's a stud. I'm going to be honest. And I'm not, I don't like the Knicks. So you know, I, you know how much I don't like. So you definitely mean that. Oh, that's yeah, awesome. You, exactly. Like I think he's actually a stud, and I think it's gonna be it's gonna hinder him the fact that he's on this team because there's so much talent in his position. I I like imagine. I would love to see, but I also want to see him grow and learn from these two players. And I think once they're done, bro, I think Emmanuel quickly is gonna be nice. I think he's gonna be. Nice. I think so. I think he might be a really good player. So anyone who's listening right now, me and Eric both agree that. Emmanuel quickly is going to be a stud in the coming year. So we got to watch out for him in MVP talks, right? No, 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 no. Relax, <laughs> relax. I, I think he's more of a, um, of an all NBA type player, maybe at most, but he's not going to have, he's not going to be like a crazy career athlete type of guy, but he's still going to be a very good player. But like, I think if we're talking career wise, maybe one all star appearance. One or two all-star appearances, and I'll give him maybe, like, one or two, like, NBA all-teams. All-NBA all teams. <laughs> That's the most I give Emmanuel quickly. But I still think he's going to be a stud, though. Like, he's still going to be, like, he could be a, easily a starting point guard. Kind of like Dennis Schroeder. I think he'll be, like, a Dennis Schroeder, or maybe a little bit more than that. All right. All right. All right. I can see it. And you help out the Knicks tremendously. I can tell you that. Yeah, definitely. But... That's that's a my big deal, not big deal right there, man. Oh wait, no, that was yours. No, that was mine. You trying to take my credit? What? No, I'm sorry. It's what? Not, it's, I said Dennis Schroeder, and then I thought it was mine, but it was really yours. My <laughs> bad, my bad, my bad. All right. Well, David, man. All right. Yes. Listen, we talked about this before. Get your computer ready, man. Cause oh, no. I am coming with some soccer, man. I'm coming with some football, ladies and gentlemen. Right. And for anyone who doesn't know. 
the Premier League starts um, tomorrow. The first game is, is Brentford versus Arsenal at 3 o'clock. Um, I got Arsenal winning. Hopefully, they do and don't disappoint. That would be so sad. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, if Arsenal lose to Brentford in the opening game, there's no hope. There's no you hope. You know, I, I don't even put it past it. It might happen. Oh, my gosh. There's really – oh, please don't say – oh, my gosh. That would be sad. But – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this. This is my big deal, not a big deal. And then I want to go on to something else that you do know about. So, like, like you know what I'm talking about. But we'll go through it really quick. But um, the big deal, not a big deal, man. Man City. Oh, God. <laughs> man City are preparing a bid for $150 million for Harry Kane. Eric, Eric, what did I tell you, man? Stop telling me this stuff about Man City. I don't care about Man City, Man United getting these <laughs> transfer things, bro. They're too much money. And it's unfair, man. It really is because, oh, Man City's like, oh, oh, I see this great, talented player. Oh, let me get him. How much is it? Oh, $100 million? Ah, that's that's chump change right there. It's like, come on. Like, how many $100 million euro uh, transfers are they going to do this year? I think it's like probably four if they had. Four or five. It's absolutely insane. Absolutely ridiculous. And honestly, at this point, I really don't care. <laughs> I got to the point where I just don't really care no more. <laughs> it's draining me. It's just sad at this point, man. It's like, well, is it a big deal or not a big deal? You got to say something. Uh, it's not a big deal. I honestly, <laughs> I don't Yo, know, man. man. Look what uh, Man City, Man City, listen, Pep, Pep Guardiola, I know you're listening right now. Look what you've done to David, man. You don't even care anymore. I don't care because I feel like no. tomorrow is going to be another thing. Oh, Man City's going to get Ronaldo for 200 million no. euros. Like, no, 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 no. Ronaldo would never do that. Ronaldo would never do that. No, I know. He would never do that. No, 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 no. <laughs> No, I know. Just, it's a hypothetical. If if uh, if if Ronaldo went to Man City, I would lose all respect for him. I'm sorry. Nope. Hey, nope. hey, hey! Don't don't use Ronaldo's name in vain. <laughs> what, <laughs> what the heck? Yeah, <laughs> you worship him or something? Yeah. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. bro. All right, but um, I will say this much: I do remember a time when Pep Guardiola came on. Like this is on record, I believe. He was in a press conference and he said. We don't have enough money to afford Jack Grealish and Harry Kane, and uh, well, I think he, he was joking. <laughs> he must have been. He must have been. He must have thought this was like a com- like it was a comedian like stand or something. I don't know. Like he must have thought it was some type of joke because now he's looking to buy Harry Kane, and he already got Jack Grealish. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, that's messed up. It's ruining the game, but. Ugh, I don't know, Listen, man. I, it's basically late Lakers and Nets are equivalent to PSG and Man City right now. Pretty much. But pretty the only much. thing is, the only thing is in like the NBA, you can't like OD on money. At least I could definitely see in the NBA eventually in the future, like luxury tax getting like nerfed because there's a <laughs> they have a luxury tax cap as well. Like so, you can't they make sure that you can't really go over the board with it too much. But like I can see it getting nerfed even more because there's gonna come. Like, uh, someone that owns, a, like, they're going to become, like, the general manager or anything or something like that, like, the head of it. And they're just going to, like, spend all their money on players. They're just going to be like, I want this guy, I want this guy, I want this guy. And it's going to become terrible. So, I have a feeling like that's going to happen in the NBA in the future. I just want to say that. Really Hopefully much. not. Hopefully not. Right? Yeah, definitely. But um, with that being said, David, you know you already know I'm going at, man. I have I'm an idea. Coming, I'm coming at you first, ladies and gentlemen. Me and David, we're just going to do, like, you know, a quick prediction on the table of the entirety of the Premier League. So, right in front of me, right in front of me here, David, I have all the teams, right? And I also, um, 
have like little like sections, right? Ready, ready to give you like a prediction. Um, ready to put like where you want like your teams to rank and so on and so forth. So basically, okay. you're gonna go from we're gonna start from one and we're gonna go all the way down twenty. Simple as that. So like, you can like uh, speed through that however you feel like it. But before you do go, an audio message just came in and it's from our boy Shockwave. So yes. Let's go ahead and play this one really quick. Here we go. I paused again. My bad. <laughs> on the debate topic on Instagram, I was gonna ask if these powerful European clubs are ruining the sport of soccer around the world. Nobody cares about any leagues except what's going on in Europe. Soccer is a beautiful sport. It's played all around the world, but all the, the primetime players go to play to Europe and nobody cares about any of the other leagues. No leagues in Asia, uh, Central, South America, the MLS. Uh, Africa has some leagues. There's some leagues in the Middle East. Nobody yeah. cares. It's all about what are these top Super League type level teams are doing. I think it's ruining soccer, honestly. Obviously not in Europe. Those are cash cows. <laughs> They're kind of like the uh, the linchpins, if you will, of soccer. But I think it's ruining it around the world. It's it, it's uh it's um it's not as popular as it should be. It's it's sad because. Like I say, money talks, and unfortunately, we are greedy, greedy people. We we derive off of greediness. Some people are more greedy than others, but with this, with the just so many super teams and so many so much money involved. It's just like Premier League, PSG. Those teams are stacked, and when you call them, when you talk about money, and I feel like when you sign players like Man City is doing, or even PSG, it's like all right. You look at the other teams in PSG. You look at uh. Montpellier, like all these other teams in, in their league, of PSG's league, and you're like, all right, we have no shot to compete against them. Like right now, the yeah. Champions League, I'm predicting Man City against PSG. And if that doesn't happen, that's kind of it's kind of like a, a, a Los Angeles Lakers and Brooklyn Nets thing if they don't make the finals kind of thing. But it's see, definitely ruining the game, of, the game of soccer. See, the only way, David, I would say the only way that that prediction doesn't come to like fruition is if um... – is if they get drawn on the same side. That's it. Because, like, you know, like, like Champions League, mm. they do like, yeah, draws yeah. and stuff. So, that's the only way. But if anything, then at that point, the semifinal will be the final. So, <laughs> yeah. So, that, that's the only way I'll see it happening. But, um, Shockwave, man, I would uh, – it's like I agree with you because, in a sense, even if a player from that, like, from those nations, like you said, Middle Eastern, Africa, South America, like, they do have leagues. Don't get me wrong. But if anything, if they ever do become bigger than the league itself, you, the players always go to Europe. I agree with you on that point. Now, people don't – well, the way soccer works, people don't really give that much respect to those outside leagues because you, because they end up – if you want to become a big player, all of it's in Europe. The best clubs are in Europe, this and this and that in Europe. Always Europe this, Europe that, right? And it's kind of like basket, basketball, right, if you really want to talk about it because – Basketball is the same way, but just America, when we really think about it, because you still have your Euro League, right? I believe there's more leagues elsewhere for basketball, mm -hmm. but o overall, like, you're not going to know, you're not going to get that much respect for those leagues out there because it's not the main sport out there. You know what I mean? And the main, you, everyone knows if you want to be the best basketball player, you got to come play in America. That's where it's at. Yeah. You know what I mean? In, in order, my opinion, just to answer you, like answer this in general, in order to really, really like solve this, 
they need a they have they do have a club world cup as a whole like they usually have a club world cup i'm not familiar on when it happens i don't think it happens every single year i tell you that much but i i would say they need a they need you know how they have the champions league only for europe they need to have mm-hmm. a champions league but for everyone so in other words you take you take the best team out of um asia right or take the best team out of africa take the best team out of north america take the best team out of Europe, take the best team out of South America, Central America, all these things, right? Put them in one area and battle and battle it out. That will give the other teams from other nations or other continents, I guess you could say, right? A better chance of, of making a name for themselves or people wanting to watch them more, making it more televised, bringing them more money in certain areas, you know? So... I think that's the best way to solve it, I would say. But I do agree with you in that fact. They don't, we don't give mm-hmm. respect to the other leagues, man. We don't give them respect. And, yeah, the thing is, we don't give them respect because they don't bring in the moolah. And that's the sad part. See, it's just – it's just that's how it is, though, at the end of the day. I mean, mm-hmm. America – It's a business. MLS, they do bring in money, but it's like – it's not – it's definitely not like – it's definitely not like Europe, I tell you that much. No, like, no, not even close. Overall, even if they do bring in money, the league is just not good enough. It's not good enough. It needs to be better, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think the best way to do it is to have a big Champions League. You know, FIFA already ex- expanded in making a European, I think it's called Conference League this year. You know, something under Europa League, right? They're expanding within their own, in their own, like, area. They need to do it all around. There's so many great kids at this sport. You have no idea. You have no idea how sport how big this sport is. You know, it's bigger than 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 what we televise it. But let me not. I can't keep going on into this, man. Shockwave. <laughs> honestly, if you want to, you could drop that for next for next episode on Monday, and we'll talk about it. We'll honestly go definitely. Into more. But like, I don't want to. I can't. We're gonna, I could be on this literally forever because it's, it's that was our sum down. Play. Yeah, that was our sum down definition. Yeah, it holds a special plate. I plate. I said plate. Oh my gosh, a plate. special plate. What are we? <laughs> we eating? We eating? <laughs> That was just such a place to be a Davis runner, I would say, like soccer in general. But um, yes. Either way, let's go ahead and go on into this. David, give me yes one through four. Okay, who's coming in first, second, third, and fourth in the Premier League this year? Go. Okay. So I already did this before, so I'm gonna go through this fairly quickly. So I got Man City one, Man United two, Chelsea three, and Liverpool four. Hold on. All right, Man City, Man United. You said Chelsea and and Liverpool, correct? Yep. All right. I put them all in right there just so I can remember to repeat them to everybody. All right. Here we go. Five through eight. Go for it. Five through eight. I got uh, Leicester, Leicester City. I think I said that wrong. Leicester City. Le- Le- Leicester, 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 Leicester City. City. There you go. I got to work on my English accent. Wait. Hold up. Let me let me. Fix that. <laughs> Leicester City. Right? Is that is that close to English accent? No. Right, let, let, okay. let, 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 let's, it's good. We know what you mean. Who cares, man? There, there's something. There, there's there, there's city, but uh, them at five. West Ham at six. Oh, I love it! I love it, David. <laughs> oh. and, and then Wolverhampton Wolves at seven. Oh, this is this this is a this is a biased chat. Right? Oh, come on! No, it's not. This no, is a biased chat for sure. No, for me not. and for you, it's not biased. It's oh, based off of what's gonna. If this happens, I'm I'm buying a lottery ticket and putting random numbers. Ah! On. But and <laughs> give me eight. Give me eight. Eight. I got Tottenham Spurs. 
Oh my gosh, this dude said Arsenal is bad. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All right, go ahead, keep going. At number nine, I have Everton. Wow! At, oh my at, gosh. At ten, I have uh, uh, Cry- uh, Crystal Palace. Stop it! Stop it! At eleven, I have Arsenal. Wow! Wait, wait, no! Oh my! All right, keep going. I, I can't stop. All right, go ahead. At, at twelve, I have Watford. Watford. You have Watford coming yeah. in strong after the freak coming in strong from the freaking yeah, um the championship. All right, that's yep, a, they're that's at a number two. Pick. They're at twelve, and then thirteen. I got uh, Southampton FC. Oh wow, that's an interesting pick too. After losing such a big player, yep. too. Okay, all right. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna work good. And then what? What number am I on? Wait, hold it. By fourteen, 14, right? Yeah, fourteen to I seventeen got now. Aston Villa. Aston Villa, even without good, yeah. I mean, they did bring in Leon Bailey, but okay, I respect. They got it. they got some good young players, man. I'm I'm expecting them, and uh, I think uh, was it 15? I'm losing track of my numbers. Yeah, I, you're 15, I'm so you're sorry. 15. 15. I got, I got uh, Brighton. I got Brighton. Brighton of Albion. Okay. And then 16. I got Bur. I got uh, how do you spell it? I say it. Burnley. 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 Burnley? Okay. Burnley. Okay. There you go. And then at 17, I have Newcastle United. Wow, this dude has Leeds getting the ref- Oh my, all right, go ahead. Okay, 18, go ahead. I have Leeds United. 19, I have Brentford, Brentford. And then at 20, I have Norwich. Wow, you have Leeds United getting relegated? Yes, very close. That was a tough one between Southampton. Not Southampton, this, this, uh, Newcastle, this, Newcastle. I'm going to be so honest with you. There's no way. This list is all the way out of whack. There's no way, bro. Wait. There's no way this happens, bro. Oh my gosh. I if if this happens, you're, I'm, you're buying a lot. Of, I'm asking you for a lot of numbers. I'm actually asking you for. Wait, a lot of you you cut out for me, so I, I I didn't hear what you said. Oh, I said if this happens, I'm actually asking for a lot of numbers. Oh wait, he's reconnecting now. Hold up, ladies and gentlemen. One second, ladies and gentlemen. We're having a little bit of technical difficulties. This stereo app is like unforgiving. All right, I'm oh. back. All right. I said, I said, if if this happens, I I'm asking you for a lot of numbers. All right, yeah, I, I can no, see it happening though. Because this is this is like nice. I guess once you get to like mid table, you shake up everything. Oh my gosh! All right, well, ladies and gentlemen, just to repeat this to you, Davis' prediction for the Premier League this year is um Man City at Man City winning it all. Wow, Manchester City they should on top. Man United in second, Chelsea in third, Liverpool in fourth. And Leicester in fifth, West Ham in sixth, Wolves in seventh. Oh my! Spurs <laughs> in eighth, Everton in ninth, Crystal Palace in tenth, um, Arsenal in eleventh, Watford twelfth, Southampton thirteenth, Villa Aston Villa fourteenth, Brighton Hub Albion fifteenth, Burnley sixteenth, Newcastle seventeenth, and then he said Leeds eighteenth, Brentford nineteenth, mm-hmm. and Norwich twentieth. Wow. That's about right. That's about Insane. right. Insane. You said that's about right. No way. <laughs> that, that, I don't, listen, man. I'm going to go ahead. This is coming fresh off my brain. I'm going to try to run through this really quick. Um, but I mean, I don't, I don't want to make a mistake, man. But I'm going to be honest with you, okay? This, I'm going to go based off who's on the team right now. So I know, like, Harry Kane is, poss- is a possibility of, like, going to Man City. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to act like he's on Spurs. Well, he's technically still on Spurs. But I'm, I'm mm-hmm. saying that he's going to assume that he's going to stay at Spurs for the season, okay? 
And also, um, I'm going to count in Romelu Lukaku coming into Chelsea as well. But of course. With, that, with that being said, David, are you ready? I'm ready. All right. So, at the, at the one position, right, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to say the winners of the Premier League this year, in my opinion, it should be Manchester United. I think Manchester United should win the Premier League. Wow. Okay. All right. And then in coming in a swift second, like a like a really close second, is Man City, where I doubt. Right. And then in third place, I have I have Chelsea coming in third. Right. And then Liverpool. Yeah, I have Liverpool coming in fourth. Yeah. I like okay. I like this. This is this is my this is my standing right here. Right. Now five through eight. Woof. If Harry Kane is still there, uh, I'm gonna go. Ooh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Leicester fifth. Okay, I'm gonna go Leicester fifth. I'm gonna go Spurs sixth. Okay, and then we're gonna go ahead. This is where it gets a little bit tough. This is where it gets a little bit even. I would say, but I think Arsenal are gonna bounce back. I'm gonna go Arsenal seventh. No way. Yeah, I think Arsenal are gonna bounce back. After that, after what Saka did this year, man, I think Arsenal are gonna bounce back, um, and they're gonna have a good season overall. I hope so. I'm not, I'm not Arsenal fan, but I just feel bad for Arsenal fans. Like I just, it's just, it's so sad. It's like it's I think so it's sad to watch. I think it's funny. But, you know, <laughs> this guy. Um, and then I have West Ham in eighth. I have West Ham. All West the way Ham. In eighth, right. Okay. All right. Now let's go nine through thirteenth in ninth place. Oof. I got Everton in ninth, coming in ninth. And then in tenth, if Raul Jimenez is good to go, I'm going to go in tenth Wolves, 110%. But Raul Jimenez is a big factor in that, right? And then in eleventh, I'll go with Leeds, right? I believe Leeds are going to have a good Wow. Season. Yeah, I think okay. they're going to have a good season. Good season. Um... 12th and 13th. This is when it gets a little bit tricky. Ooh, I'm going to go Villa. I'm going to go Aston Villa. I'm going to go Aston Villa for sure. Right? And then I need a 13th place. These teams are all, like, in the middle, I would say. I think all these teams are competing, are competing not to get relegated. In my opinion. <laughs> but um, um, with that being said, I'm going to go with... Let's go ahead and... Something's telling me to go Brentford. I'm going to go Brentford. What? No I'm gonna way. Go Brentford, bro. I'm going to go Brentford. I feel like Brentford, Brentford are going to have a good season, man. All right, but 14th, then we go We go ahead. I'm going to go with um, Newcastle United, right? 15th, I'm going to go Crystal Palace. Um, 16th and 17th will be Burnley, right? And Watford. Yep. And then 18th will be Brian Hub Albion. 19th will be Norwich City. Nor- Nor- I said Norwich City. Gosh. Norwich City. And then 20th will be Southampton. I'm, I'm not expecting wow. them to have a good season. I'm excited. Wow. Now, they do have James Ward Prowse, but I think they're going to get relegated. If anything, they're going to go like 19th, maybe maybe 17th or 19th. You know, if this one's correct, then, then we are both splitting lotto numbers. We got what to. do you mean? I think mine's more realistic. I think yours is – I think mine is more realistic. You said Leeds were getting relegated. There's no way yeah. that happens. Watch. Watch. We'll see what There's happens. There's no way that happens. We'll see no what happens. Chance. And people said it was going to be a Nets and Lakers finals last year. 
stuff happens, man. Before, before injuries, obviously. <laughs> oh my but, gosh! But I don't think I don't think Leeds have any type of chance of getting relegated this year. But I will say, me saying Southampton in twentieth and last is a little bit of a stretch because they still have a good team. But um, I I have them going in last, man. I, I want to see Brentford do good though. I'm, I'm excited for Brentford to be honest. It's like it's like once you get like to fifteen and lower or thirteen and lower, you're basically like trying not to be the worst team. It's basically like, you know that you know that you know that like that 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 saying that says like, oh I gotta I, I got you like I don't have to come in first, but I just gotta be faster than you, something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's basically I, what that's basically their whole their whole motto. That I agree. I think everything like after, I would say after eleventh, right after or after like twelfth. Mm, no, no, you're right. Thirteenth, thirteenth is actually good. Thirteenth is good. <laughs> I would say thirteenth at that point. Then it's like, all right, we're not. We might not be the best, but we're gonna prove that we're not the worst. You know, <laughs> that, that that is that is the that is those big games. But overall, that's why I got man. Unfortunately, I got West Ham in eighth. I really don't like that, but uh. Hopefully yeah, that was really. Change, hopefully, we can change that, man. As if anyone that doesn't know, I'm a West Ham fan. I believe David, you can go ahead and explain them. Who's your team? Uh, I am a Wolverhampton Wolves t- fan because basically everyone on the team is from the Portuguese national team. But that's basically <laughs> oh it. I'll say it. I'll go ahead and say it. <laughs> oh my gosh! I think you know, David. As long as I've known you. I think it's the first time that you claim to actually be a fan of a team because you've always been like Ronaldo, everything. Yeah, that's true. That is true. But that's like my team. Like when I play FIFA, when I play FIFA and I'm like the manager, Wolves are my team. Oh my gosh. And he's just going to sign yeah. Ronaldo every single time. He's just I did. Sign. I actually did sign Ronaldo. It's actually pretty funny you asked. How is that physically possible? That should be I, I mean, I, I pulled a Man City, so. <laughs> oh, he said financial takeover in FIFA, huh? Yeah, that's, that's it. That's it. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Well, we do, David. We do have an audio message. Oh wait, should I repeat my my table really quick to everybody, just in case? Oh, uh, I got. It. I'll, I'll repeat it for. You. I'll repeat everyone. So number uh, one, everyone. Eric has Man United. Number two, Man City. Number three, Chelsea. Number four, Liverpool. Number five, Leicester City. Number six, Spurs. Number seven, Arsenal. Number eight, West Ham. Number nine, Everton. Number ten, Wolves. Uh, number eleven, Leeds United. Number twelve, Aston Villa. At number thirteen, you got Brentford. Uh, number 14, Newcastle. Number 15, Crystal Palace. Number 16, Burnley. Number 17, the Watford. Number 18, uh, Brighton Wolf. Uh, number 19, uh, Norwich City. And at 20th, uh, Southampton. So yeah, that's man. it. There it is. But without further ado, man, um, that was fun. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Right there. But, but um, once we go, without further ado, let's go ahead and play this audio message really quick. This one's from our boy Shopwick again, man. Here we go. Do it. Wanted to give a quick shout out to the production team on the YouTube video. Yes. It was uh, pretty entertaining. The sound effects, the uh, the zoom ins, the close ups. Thought it was hilarious. You guys got a good sense of humor. <laughs> appreciate you, Shockwave. And we also want to appreciate ourselves. Uh, not, oh, that's so bad. I did not mean appreciate <laughs> ourselves. I, uh, that was so conceited. I did not, you didn't let me finish. I want ourselves to appreciate. I want ourselves to appreciate the production crew as well. That's what I meant to say. I'm not I'm conceited trying. like that. I promise. No, I'm not like that. But no, definitely the production crew did absolutely awesome, and I've been thanking them every single day. So. Oh my gosh, I'm actually crying. That was so. Funny. I did not. I did not mean it like. Oh, you have to thank us because we are the the fate. No, that's not what I meant. I meant 
David. I don't know, man. <laughs> this guy is this guy. I know what you meant, but the fact that he was like, you know, I just like to thank ourselves. Like, <laughs> oh, oh sorry. That was great. Uh, that was a great moment. Shockwave, I'm, I'm glad you liked it, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, man. I appreciate that. And for anyone that's new around here that's listening to the podcast right now, one, you know, feel free to drop a follow on 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 here. You know, like the stereo apps and get into, and subscribe. But we do have a YouTube channel called DNE Takeover. It might be a little bit like it might be a little bit trouble to find because like we just started it recently. But if you type in in all caps D the and sign E and then Takeover. It, it should pop up, and we do have a YouTube video out there, man. We got our first 1v1 basketball um, game between me and David. So go ahead and check that out, man. And we also did a three-point contest as well. So go ahead and check yep. it out, man. Subscribe, like, comment, all that good stuff. Yeah, but definitely. No, other than that, David, I believe it's your turn for the big deal. Yes, um, it is. So go ahead. Okay, so are you ready? This is a little bit of football, NFL. And, uh, I'm ready, man. I'm ready. Let's get it. Dak Prescott is getting an MRI on his shoulder today. I don't know oh what God. the reports are. I don't know what the test was after MRI, but I think he got it somewhat today. But is that a big deal or not a big deal? Big deal, man. Definitely a big deal. And let me tell you, Cowboys fans, bro, you better be praying right now. You better be praying that he comes back, <laughs> he comes back healthy. Because if it doesn't, just just, just listen. Again, kiss the season. Pack up your bags. Kiss the season goodbye. Okay? Listen, like, it's not, it's not, I'm not, I'm going to be honest, even with Dak Prescott, no offense, y'all still not winning the Super Bowl. Like, yeah, they, definitely not. Y'all still not winning the Super Bowl, but like, even with, with, like, without Dak Prescott, it just gets worse. It just, it goes from, let's just say, like, out of 10, you guys were at, like, with Dak Prescott, you're at, like, what? I give them a seven, you know, I give them like a six or a seven. They're not bad, right? But without Dak Prescott, four, three. Like, it's, it goes down <laughs> from that this uh, But, yeah, it's definitely a big deal, man. I hope – I honestly, like, all, all jokes aside, I hope that it comes back healthy because you never want to see a, a great player, a good player like him, like, just, like, not be able to play again, you know? Yeah, I mean, definitely like that. I don't want to see a, a good athlete get injured. But from a New York Giants standpoint, uh, I don't want to say it, but I don't want it to come back good. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of messed up. That's messed up for me to say, I admit it. But, you know, as a Giants fan, in the NFC East, it's pretty much up for grabs, and we have to pull out for it. Saquon Barkley's coming back, and we will expect to win the uh, the division. But the Cowboys, if they don't get Dak Prescott back, it's going to be a big deal because you're going to see the exact thing that happened last year with Andy Dalton throwing 200 interceptions in the offense. <laughs> absolutely. And offense scoring five points a game. So – it just—it's not going to look good if if the things turn out. Uh, if it if it turns out to be a longer injury than and uh, than it should be, but that's let, it. Me, let me let me say this as well. Let me say this as well, really quick. David basically just said he's like, you know, as a Giants fan, I'm not wishing well. I'm not wishing like you know, <laughs> I... this guy. But you know, if he came back, you know, positive. If he came back terrible, I wouldn't. Uh... You know. <laughs> If See now, now that makes soldier was facing the other way. I wouldn't be mad. Like what? now, that, now that makes me sound like a bad person, Eric. You can't do it like that, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I love that from you, man. I just love that from you. But you know, all, overall, you know, like all to decide, ladies and gentlemen. I'm pretty sure you understand that we both don't like wish the wish bad of the man. Like, come on. Yeah, you definitely know? not. It's more. Yeah. Just, it, was, it was a joke. 
Yeah, it was, it, oh, we, we love Joe Gagnon over here. But, um, yeah. Yeah. I, David, I would say it's a big deal. I definitely say it's a big deal. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. But, um, without further ado, we have another audio message, man. And this one's from Let's our boy Shotland again. Man. Yes, sir. If you guys go to the YouTube website, not the app, go to the YouTube website, go to your channel, and then copy the link. You can copy that link and put it in your uh, bio for your Instagram page for DNE Takeover. And that's how you can get your YouTube channel link. Um, you can't do it through the app. So you have to go to YouTube.com and then uh, do it that way. That is, Sounds that good, is, Shockwave. That is very good. Thank you, Shockwave. I actually, yeah. for any, I forgot to say this. I, um, I, did this I did this like when it first posted, I think. But um, as of right now, the, I believe the link in our in our in our bio is the stereo app link. But um, I do you know like for right now, we'll probably end up changing that link. Who knows? But um, as of right now, if anyone's having trouble looking for it, I actually did put it in my um, in my Instagram, my Instagram bio because I like I didn't have anything else in there, so I was like, why not? But oh, um, no. what do you mean? Oh no! Oh no! Wait, why did you say oh no? David. I- yeah. Hello. Yeah, here. I'm here. I was, I, I was like, you said, "Oh no!" I was like, I was like, I was like nervous. I don't know what happened. I was reconnecting. All right. Well, regardless, ladies and gentlemen, um, if you go in my Instagram, my Instagram is Eric underscore Hines sixteen. Um, the link is in the bio there. And also, you know, just a quick, like, just a quick, like, if you want to get to know us better, like, you can go ahead and follow my Instagram. And David, what's your Instagram again? Mine is David underscore Rod underscore O two. So if you want to go ahead and drop those two Instagrams to follow, and also our um, the Instagram that Shockwave was talking about is our actual Instagram, which is the account Instagram, which is official underscore de underscore takeover. Once again, that's official underscore de underscore takeover. So if you want to go ahead and follow that too, that gives you daily information on like what our shows going on, what's going on with our shows. But other than that, definitely. Um, thank you, Shockwave, for that information. Yeah, we will look into that definitely, without a doubt. But. Oh no! Why? What happened? Oh, uh, I just got reports saying that Jim Suggs is out for the rest of the game with a sore hand. Are you kidding me? Sore hand? Oh Bro, my goodness! His hand—I'm not gonna lie. Like, if he's leaving the game for a sore hand, it better either—it better be like facing the other way or something. Because <laughs> that's my guy. That's my guy at this draft, ladies and gentlemen. I can't have him just. Guys, uh, it's not, not a big good. deal. If that's a big deal, not a big deal topic, that is not a big deal. What are you – hey, hey, wait a minute. That is not a big deal. <laughs> that's a huge deal. Jalen Suggs is a prime-time player. He's a prime now, if he had a torn ACL, if he had a torn ACL, I'd be like, yeah, that's a huge deal. Oh, he has a my. sore hand. Ice that baby up. Ice it up. You know, put it through the heat. They got trainers. I'm not really worried about it. He'll, he'll be back for the regular season. All right. Let's hope so because, you know, some <laughs> NBA players, even though they're like 6'6", six, six, they'd be acting like they're like – Five two, you know. Like, they, 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 hey, they, hey, 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 hey! What's wrong with five two? Hold on. Oh, oh, what's I'm wrong sorry, with five? Exactly. Let me say that. Well, I'm not five. I'm not. I'm. I'm not five two, so I don't know. Yeah, wait, David. Were you say that because you were five two, David? No, David. Carry on. Okay, next topic. Next topic. Isn't it? Is it you or me? I believe it's you. All right. Well, let's see what I got. For, um, let's see what I got for us here. Let me see. I want to pick something like juicy, I guess. 
have like, like miniature don't, toppings. Don't, like that. You Hello? say juicy. Please don't say juicy. No, no. I'll just say <laughs> Hello? some juicy toppings. Why? There's Hello? nothing wrong with that. All right, I'll pick this one. This one's not that big. All right, this one's like not that crazy, but like we'll see what happens. Um, Nico Mannion is leaving the NBA to go play with. I, I forgive me for if I mispronounce this. If I mispronounce this, but it's Vert, Virtus Bologna in Italy. Big deal, not a big deal. Um, not a big deal because I honestly don't know what that. Oh wait, he's reconnecting, ladies and gentlemen. Hold up. Sorry hey, about hey. that, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry about that. I've been having technical difficulties all day, and I apologize. But stereotype. Uh, I really don't. Go ahead. Go ahead. David, hello? Yeah, I'm back. All right, go ahead, go ahead. David. Yeah, I'm back, I'm back, me? I'm sorry. Yeah, it's just been <laughs> weird, it's been weird. What's it going? Go, go, I said go ahead and then say your reasoning, or like if it's a big deal. Uh, I apologize, ladies and gentlemen, but I I don't, for being honest, I don't think it's a big deal because I honestly don't know what the team name is in Italy, and uh I really don't. If, if I, to to be nice, I really don't care. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. I'm just gonna leave it there. <laughs> Yo, bro. Yo, bro. He just said straight up, man. At least you're honest. At least you're honest. That's it, man. Honesty's the best. He said, "I really don't care." <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, listen. I kind of. I think. I think actually. It's not a big deal, but like it's I think it's kinda of in the middle more, but it's more towards like not a big deal. But the reason being is because I'm a little bit confused on why it happened. Like I would really like to know like why did he, he wants what happened? So he probably wants more playing time. The thing is though, in that there's you can do that within the NBA, you know, he's just he's still a young player. And for him to leave to leave a team that's possibly contending for a championship and to be under the and to be like to have the mentor of your mentor be Steph Curry as a whole too, it really doesn't make sense to me as a whole. So like, I, w- I really wonder what was the full story behind him going back to it, going to Italy to play pro basketball, you know? But, yeah, that is true. Hey man, everyone has a reason for everything. Maybe he just wanted to play in Italy, man. I think he's from Italy as well. So maybe is he? he wanted to- I-, I think so. Don't quote me on that, ladies and gentlemen. But I think Nico Mannion's from Italy. But, um, Either way, man, I, I, I wonder I wonder why. I really do. Yeah, that's a good point. But um, without, without further ado, man, let's go ahead and play this last audio message. And then, David, I say we just wrap it up, man. What do you say? Um, I have a couple more, if you don't mind, real quick. And then we'll okay, wrap it okay. Up. All, right, we, all right, well, let's play Shockwave's, um, Shockwave's audio message. That's what I'm looking for. All right, here we go. <laughs> I can't believe you guys brought up Nico Mannion signing with Baloney. I was like, this man would rather play for some lunch meat than be a bench warmer for the Warriors. It was hilarious. Oh, <laughs> oh that's funny, man. He said that's lunch funny. meat, man. Don't disrespect <laughs> Belong. Dude, that's an, actual, that's an actual place in Italy, man. Come on. It's, I, I, I believe it's Bologna. I, feel, I yeah, could be long. Something, something like, that. like that. The only reason I know that name is because of soccer, to be honest with you. That's the only reason I know that name. Like, uh, the reason, no clue. But the only reason why I pass social studies is because I know the soccer teams in other that's other countries. So true. Wait. Oh my gosh. Um. <laughs> tell me your geography wasn't on point because of soccer. 
Says that he has not fully committed to Trevor Lawrence as quarterback, and that what? there is still a competition between Gardner Mishu and Trevor Lawrence. Is that no. a big deal? Not a big deal. No, bro. No, 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 no. We talked about this. I listen. <laughs> listen. There's no way. There's no way that you're not convinced on this kid, and you're giving him what? Thirty-four million votes. What was it? Thirty. Thirty-six. No, no, bro. Get him out. Get him out of here. Nope. <laughs> nope. There's no way. How is he competing? How? You paid him that much money. That was just his bonus. That's not even the salary. Oh, uh, my. Uh, something's wrong in Jacksonville, bro. No. That's no, a big man. He could be just saying that because he wants to see the competition level just see Trevor Lawrence That's compete. dumb. No. But I, I mean – at the end of the day, if you draft someone number one, don't you don't you expect them to be your day one starter? You know what I mean? Yes. So I'm well, confused by why he made that decision. Every, everyone but Anthony Bennett, but like, like, yeah, that, that's another story. <laughs> that's, that's, but, we don't talk about that man though. But nah. regardless, my point is not even that. Like, say if he was like number five, for all I care. They gave him a thirty-six million bonus. Bonus. Yeah. Dude, that just pop. Ladies and if you don't know what that means, he basically just pocketed $36 million. Like, just, just off rip. Like, he hasn't even touched an NFL field yet. Just pocketed $36 million. How? Um, and, he, and he's not starting? You're not, you don't know if he's starting yet? No. Well, they don't know yet. He's not fully committed. I think it's just one of those head coaching things where they're like, well, we got to see what we have around us first. When they're just like, they honestly already have Trevor Lawrence as their number one, but they have to say that because of media purposes, you know what I mean? But, I don't know. That's a big deal for me. That kid, they better, they, he better be starting. In my me head, too. I think I'm, it's a big deal. If I'm the GM and he's not starting, you're the, the code getting fired. Someone, someone <laughs> getting fired. Someone getting cut. I'm so, sorry. Somebody's getting fired. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if it's the running back. I don't care who it is. I know somebody's getting explained for this. Or yeah. so. Uh, I can't laugh. My my ribs hurt. But <laughs> but leads on to my next one. I got one more after this, and then we can close out the show if you don't mind. So All right, man, here we go. my next one is baseball, and uh, today is an iconic game in the MLB. I think it's already going on, to be honest. And the New York Yankees versus the Chicago White Sox will play in the Field of Dreams Stadium today. And for anyone who doesn't know. There is a baseball film, iconic 1989 film called Field of Dreams, starring Kevin Costner, uh, James Earl Jones, blah, 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 blah. We know them. But it's basically like an iconic baseball show, not show, movie. And uh, they basically played in Iowa, Dyersville, Iowa. And so basically what MLB did is that they uh, recreated the stadium in the same town. Not, they're not playing at the stadium they used for the movie, but they recreated it. So basically, what makes this, you got to look it up because the stadium looks nice. It's like corn mazes, only seats 8,000 people. So it's like, it reminds you of like an old, like little league stadium in a sense. But oh. it's cool because both teams are going to be wearing uh, uh, throwback jerseys from like 1970s, 1980s. So it's going to be cool. It's going to be fun. 
Yeah, if, to answer your question too, it is going on right now as well. But um, what's it called? That is a big deal. I would say it's a big deal. You know, it's cool. You know, just yeah, that, definitely. That's, that's honestly like that's really all I can say about it. It's cool. You know, like no, I, they they said they said I heard a report and they said the the baseball Yankee pitchers they were they were trying out the corn maze before the game and they got lost. So <laughs> I saw a video of that too. Yeah. <laughs> It's fun. I think it's just for it brings you back to your childhood in a sense, especially if you grew up watching that that movie. I think it's gonna bring back like some memories. Yeah, just good good old memories, I guess you could say. Or just like yeah. a fun time. That's a good a good entertainment like entertainment to, to give yep. to the give to the fans. So that's definitely that's but definitely awesome, man. I will say this. They said the tickets are like the fifth most expensive tickets in a regular season game. And I believe the tickets are one thousand dollars, something like that. What? Yeah, I don't know. I could be wrong, but I, I saw something around one thousand dollars, but it only seats eight thousand people. So, no, nah, it, it, it ain't worth it. I'm sorry. I, I, it ain't worth it. I'm a Yankees fan. It ain't worth it. Nah. When, when I when I see those prices, I'm like, yeah, it looks better on TV. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's just really cool for my TV screen, man. It's awesome. Yeah, exactly. It's like when it, when it first comes out, you're like. Oh my gosh, I want to go. You look at the prices. Oh my gosh, it's amazing for my TV screen. <laughs> yeah, my couch looks very comfortable today. I don't know if I can get <laughs> up today. Oh but, my gosh, bro. That's, that's crazy. Funny. But I, have, yeah, I have one more. Uh, oh, go ahead. I have one more. And uh, this happened, I think, yesterday, I believe, or the other day. And uh, there's a baseball pl- pitcher. And uh, there was some history yesterday, ladies and gentlemen. And his name is Corbin uh, Burns, and he plays for the Milwaukee Brewers. He's a pitcher. And uh, yesterday he became the second pitcher this season to tie Tom Seaver's 10 consecutive consecutive strikeouts in a game. So for anyone who doesn't know that, he struck out 10 people in a row. So the batting order goes one through nine. So he struck out one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and one again. And uh, he tied uh, Tom Seaver's record. So, That's based crazy. off of that, big deal, not a big deal. It's a layup. Yeah, it's not a big deal at all, bro. Oh, wow. Well. <laughs> oh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm, oh. kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Nah, he's a beast, bro. That's a, that's a beast. That's just amazing. I can't, there's nothing, there's nothing around that. Strike out 10 people in a row. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That, must, that team must have been screaming in, in the freaking dugout. They probably were. They're probably going crazy. They're like, how do I hit against this dude? Like, you can't yeah. do it. He said, they, he said, like, he had no idea he beat, he tied the record. <laughs> he went yeah, into the dugout. Everyone was congratulating him. He's like, what for? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I imagine was saying congratulations to you for, for beat or, or tie, tying a record that, that, like, insane. And he was like, what? Yeah. What happened? You're like, what happened? <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, I'm just having a really good game. I'm just locked in, coach. What's going on? <laughs> Oh yeah, gosh. definitely. But you know that pretty much sums it up for me. All right, man. Well, cl- close it out for us, man. Close it out. Sounds good. Sounds good. So I want to say thank you to everyone who took the time out of the day just to listen to us. You know, we appreciate you guys. You guys are awesome. You guys know this already. But if you have not given us a follow on the Stereo app, please go see our faces right now that are talking. And once you click that follow button, we much appreciate it. And also subscribe to our show and uh, you get uh, – Daily reminders of when we go live so you never miss a show, a live show. Also, if you want to get daily updates on our shows, 
and uh, see our posts and just interact with us on Instagram. You can follow uh, our our DE takeover at official underscore DE underscore takeover. And I will say it again, it is official underscore DE underscore takeover. Just like that, type that in, give that a follow, be much appreciated. Also, if you want to get get to know your host of the show a little bit more, you can follow my Instagram. It is David underscore Rod underscore O2, and Eric's is Eric underscore Hines 16. Beautiful. Please go give those a follow. Be much appreciated, as always. And also, we are on Spotify, Anchor, and Apple Podcasts, and many other podcasting uh, platforms. And uh, please give us a follow on all those things I just listed. And also, if you missed the show, don't worry. It will be up there either the day after, because I, I try to get them up as soon as possible for you guys. But uh, that's basically it. Give that a follow. And if you miss a show, go click it on Spotify and all, this, all the platforms I just listed. Also, if you want to be, if you want to hear us live again, we'll be back on the stereo app uh, in the future. I don't know what day. I think it's Monday, right, Eric? We're still on for Monday, right? We should. We should be. We should be. Our shows, put it this way, our shows are usually Mondays and Thursdays, seven to nine p.m. If anything, they'll find out through. If if anything else changes, you will find out through the Instagram. So I would suggest. Yeah, that's why. That's why you gotta follow the Instagram. Because you never know. Maybe we change it. We might change it on purpose. No, we won't. I'm just kidding. But (laughs) it's never on purpose. But without further ado, I think I got everything, right? Oh, in the YouTube. And go follow us on YouTube. It just popped into my head uh, like a light bulb. But also, you can follow us on YouTube. We will – sure. Eric has the the link in his description. So we will look into that like what Shockwave said. But you can follow our YouTube. It is – uh, not follow. What is it? Subscribe, subscribe. in YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not adapting to the terminology yet. But subscribe to it's the YouTube the channel. Yeah, it's D uh, D and E takeover. It might be hard to find, but just put it in all caps and just I'll say it again. D and E takeover, and you'll see our one v one battle with a three point contest. And we hope that that was fun and that we had fun doing it. And I just want to thank everyone in the production crew for it. We appreciate you guys as always. But without further ado. Uh, I think we can check off this episode 13 of uh, DNE Takeover. What do you think? Yeah, man. I just want to. Um, I just want to, you know, say like a little, like a little, like sidebar really quick. Also, I just, I one, one quick thing. I appreciate all the plans coming in. That, yeah, that, sounds you, nice. Like, yeah. like, uh, they, you know, it makes us feel good. But either <laughs> way, um, you know, like David said, um, for all with all the things, please follow and then subscribe and all that stuff. You know, it really helps us and helps us branch out to um. Other audience and real other audiences, and also really helps us branch out as a whole and grow this um amazing family that we're trying to grow right here. But um, other than that, we appreciate every single one of you guys that have popped out for tonight, and uh, that's pretty much it, man. That's pretty much it. So without further ado, it's been your boy Easy E. Yeah, and your Oracle, bro. Peace. And we're out, man. Peace. 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 I'm not going to